Do you see what this nigga is doing? This nigga eating the OF donut. He got the McCafe frappe. Ooh. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the, what episode is this? 12. 12. 12th, the dub episode of the Low Mid Podcast. Got a nice set of topics lined up for you guys today. We're going to be getting into the long-awaited discussion about the Sonic trailer. We're going to be talking about, oh, we got a fan question, which included asking us to make a perfect rapper in our eyes. The build a rapper. Build a rapper question. Our top three is top three video games. Yes. And then we're going to be doing an album review of Igor by Tyler, the creator. So, man, a lot of good fucking topics lined up today. So let's fucking just get into it. Oh, shit. Let's introduce ourselves. I'm Huey Revolution. I'm your host. Well, one of your hosts. And with me, as always, I got my two homies, Ramil. What's good? And Nemo the Zeus. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? All right. So what do y'all want to jump into first? Um, let's, let's go and get the Sonic trailer out the line. Did y'all watch it, both of y'all? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did, are y'all fans of Sonic? Hell yeah. I mean, talk about, I used to play this shit all the time. I, I played it a little bit. I played it in like sixth grade, a little bit when I was bored. See, bro. Okay. Sonic is one of those weird characters where, like, to me, I feel like his games. Okay. His earlier games are very iconic, right? Yeah. His newer ones, everyone thinks they're trash. But his his legacy has still been able to survive as like this good like awesome character. Yeah. yeah. The most I've saw Sonic was like in that little TV show. Remember where Urkel was playing him? Y'all don't remember that shit? Hell no. Sonic Adventures or some shit like that? Because I know Sonic just from playing the game. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. He had a yeah, TV same. show where Urkel was playing his voice, and he had a fucking Urkel. Yes, bro. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. And he had like That's a little crazy. other TV show where he had two a brother and a sister, and they were like in a band. And running from like robots and shit. I don't know. It was wild, but oh, okay, yeah. So that's how I know Sonic most. I never really liked the Sonic games like that, but he is still an iconic character. You know what I'm saying? He's in Smash. Yeah, he's fucking um in all the Mario games now. Well, the multiplayer ones, like the multi um com- competitive ones. Yeah, and yeah, bro, he's just a legacy character. And then he's got the cool ability of having super speed. He's this weird creature. He's a hedgehog, which makes him, I guess kind of endearing because he's just this weird ass shit that can run fast but so all of this would tie into uh i guess the natural progression of now we're seeing all these video game movies popping up and so they sony pictures or paramount pictures my bad went ahead and decided to make a sonic movie and the trailer Mm. came out (laughs) and that shit looked like ass yeah that shit, that shit did. Yeah. So much ass to break down, bro. <laughs> so, all right. When I first saw this trailer, man, like, no, like in the beginning, the trailer seemed kind of cool. The way it was edited, yeah. The, the way, way it was edited at the at the very at the very beginning, beginning when it's like showed be- him running and then it was okay. like it went black and then it showed him running again. That was like a cool setup. The effects, like, yeah. the effects yeah, the made effects the trailer of his speed cool. Actually, looked good to me. Yeah, but. Yeah, so when it starts out, it's like, okay, what is this going to be? But look, I have been following the development of this for a, a minute because I'm, you know, I'm always on YouTube and fucking the internet and shit like that. Yeah. And there were posters that had came out, 
And people were outraged at how that, that you can't even fucking see Sonic's face or his, like most of his body. They just saw the outline and everybody was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> it wasn't even like, done yet. And they the were posters. like, what the fuck? He literally, you can't see him. And everybody was like, what the fuck? His legs look too muscular. He looks too weird. He looks like this. Right. So everyone was mad about that. So I guess Paramount took that. Oh, and then they released this poster with his legs out and some shoes out. There was, like, these shoes look weird as fuck. He looks weird as socks and all this. They were just sitting so on it from the beginning. They kept releasing stuff just to see, I guess, how people would react. Going back, changing it. Then there was a leak image of Sonic with Chris Pratt. I guess at the time, that's who was going to be in the movie instead of this other guy who I forget his name. I'm sorry, but him and Sonic. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Sonic looks weird, right? But now everybody wishes that that was, is what he looks like now because that shit looked a lot better than what he ended up looking like. Oh, damn. At first I was damn. like, oh, bro. They went back to the drawing board so many times. Yeah, And, and it still looks- And everyone still was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and they're having to go back now. The yeah, most recent they, development yeah. is that the director came out and was like, we've seen that you guys want changes. We're going to make some changes before the movie comes out. So and, they're going to change his design. And that takes a lot of work and a lot of like reca- recalculating a lot of shit to do that. They're probably to push this shit back. Of course. They're going to have to. Yeah. Of course. But not only does... So, bro, as soon as I saw like the back of him, like when he's like stretching and yeah. and I was like, what the fuck? It was just the weirdest thing. <laughs> he like a mascot. Yeah. He looked like a little <laughs> yeah. human, but like with fur. I, like, yeah, basically. But and, that's and not he, what he's supposed to look like. <laughs> like a little fake ass cat in a hat. Yeah, he looked like shit. thing one in like thing three or some he shit. Looked, yeah, he, he looks like a fucking smear cat raccoon thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And they tried to do this thing where his spikes on his hair perfectly line up in a line to his tail. So his tail also looks like a spike. And he just, he looks, bro, when he's like jumping, he looks, I don't know, bro. He looks like a tiny little yoga instructor or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? So, not only, so then you turn around, you see his face when he gets shot in the trailer. Yeah. And, and I was like, what the fuck? It was, I thought the design was going to be not that great, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Like he looks, oh, no. bro, he doesn't have a chin. First off, that's the biggest problem to me. Like he just looks like fucking... I don't know. Who was a nigga without a chin? The dude. Like Michael Sarah or some shit. The, who the fuck? But, (laughs) you know, the dude in the news now, no neck dude. (laughs) No neck dude. Oh, shit. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. So, so like, him with, like, big eyes. Kind of like that. He has a weak ass chin. He has fucking. Everyone thinks his teeth look weird. And everybody, like, there's this thing going around where they're like, he looks like the kid from Jumanji when he turned into a monkey. (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty much what he looks like but even yeah. worse than that so what do y'all think of the first off the design looks bad and then the trailer itself kind of yeah, looks the, bad what the trailer, do y'all think about the, the trailer? trailer got worse and worse bro like they yeah had, they had like the corniest jokes as his punchlines. <laughs> uh yeah it, it, it just looks poorly written from the and then like after that little intro that's when the trailer starts to get like pretty bad as, as terms of editing i guess because like some moments just drag on too long and what did y'all think about Gangster's Paradise playing in the background? I didn't like that. It was kind of weird. It kind of felt out of place. It felt hell out of place. I like, didn't think Sonic would listen to that. Yeah, but, exactly. Hey. So like, <laughs> but hey, you know, I guess Sonic's a real nigga. It, it looks like the comedy that it looks like the comedy movie that kids would like cringe at. Uh, dang, that's a low bar. Even for kids to cringe at it. Yeah, that, it looks like Smurfs. Like, remember that line? Yeah, Smurfs. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Why do they have to? Uh, there, there's so many. Almost every video game movie that they release has been horrible. Because I guess they just think you take the character, put him anywhere, and it's just oh, people will go see it. 
I'm not going to see that shit, bro. And, and it also looks like the plot is. At least like, I don't. I don't want to. It looks like the plot is like cliche too. All right. He's, oh, y'all was gonna say what the fuck like, is the movie gonna be about? Like, get, like you, know, you got the government. <laughs> the, that the, the government's gonna stop him from getting rings and some shit. What the fuck is the plot gonna be? <laughs> Basically, you have to save your world. That's what he's he's saving the world. So some generic. Like, so some generic save the world plot. Like so, I I kind of read a little bit up on the plot description somewhere. I seen it where, and I think it was something vaguely like the government. Is supposed to be after Sonic because, like, I mean, obviously he he kind of stands out amongst the rest of us. You know what I'm saying? No shit. So the government is probably looking at him like, who's the fuck? Who's this mutant alien? Whatever the fuck this thing is. He's supposed to be an alien. Yeah, he's an alien. You don't have to save your planet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I don't know what the fuck. The, I don't know. I don't know is that the producers and the filmmakers of this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like when I saw the trailer and I saw the dislikes for the fucking trailer, I was like. 31K against 51K. I mean, that's not a very good ratio. And like, generally speaking, most people, most videos generally have more likes than dislikes on YouTube. So for, that's how you know people really just didn't fuck with this concept at all, dude. Like, man, the screenwriter for this shit gotta be like, yo, like, damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? The director, producer, cinematographer, anybody... You know what I'm saying? On the top of this movie, just has to be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah they bro. just they just didn't do their best. They just botched it. You know what I'm saying? That's why they went back to the drawing board. At least they honest enough to be like, you know what? Okay, we cool. Fucked we fucked up. We'll go back and try to improve it. You know what I'm saying? But then the thing is with that, even but after you, fi- even if you fix him, right? The plot still looks trash. Like everything looks trash except for everyone's like Jim Carrey's gonna save this movie. His performance looks like it's gonna be fun. But which it usually is because he's Jim Carrey. But besides that, it's like I've seen this movie in different forms. They're here. People are like, what the fuck? Trying to find them. The government comes and then he saves the day and he gets away like this. And then or eventually or they they come together in some um, fashion or form to like it's going to be either like some he saves the day for his planet or whatever, or they integrate and they'd be like, no, we understand you guys. We're going to come together as one. <laughs> and then like, it's either one going to be one of the two shits. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it would have been so easy to make a good Sonic movie. Uh, for, I guess they were just lazy. Cause first off, why wouldn't it just be animated? Who wants to see a fucking live action Sonic in the yeah. in our world where he's just by himself. You yeah. got all these characters from the Sonic games, all these games and stories to pull from, and you're like, let's make this nigga an alien. And wh- why? What the <laughs> was fuck? Tails in the trailer? No. Why no. the fuck wasn't Tails? No one was in visible. the trailer, but fucking Sonic. Everyone else is. I guess, that would on help. The that would help the movie too. You know what I'm saying? For all the producers on the film, if you're listening, Add, have Tails have a significant role yeah. in the movie because he That's was like the, nigga, though. He was yeah. the he was his best friend. Wait, yeah. that, that that was the orange nigga, right? Yeah. Yes, okay, that was the fox. Okay, but yeah, that nigga was there. fine. That nigga was fine. Yeah, bro. Yeah, then he could fly. No, I bet you they're gonna have them in the fucking movie. And they're gonna look weird as fuck. Probably at the end for like half a second, you just see like a tail's gonna be six two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a, a, just a fucking mutant ass fox flying around. You're like, what the fuck is that, man? Listen, hey Sonic. Ew. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't know what. I don't know what the fuck they, where the fuck they thought they could go with this. Like, it, it just as far as like, it just seems like like we like y'all alluded to a little bit earlier. Like, it just seemed like it was a lack of effort. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Y'all didn't try. Y'all didn't do as much as y'all could have to pull this off effectively. They're trying to play us, bro. They was like, put Sonic in that shit. And a quick be, money suck. Nah. You didn't think people was gonna care enough to yeah. critique y'all on every little aspect of the movie. Right. Make good movies. <laughs> I will say, I there's like one 
official video game movie that I saw this weekend, Detective Pikachu. That shit was actually good. It was fun. That looks good. I think I it's like the first that. official video game movie that I've seen that I'm like, this is good. Like, this is actually pretty good. Like, it's a fun, just little family movie. So is it about Pikachu? It's about Pikachu, yeah. And it's about this other, uh, you know, the Justin Smith character. It's about him and Pikachu trying to solve a mystery together. I won't give away too much, but it's about the kid's father and some other shit. Happens. Also released by Paramount. No, no. I think this was released by Fox. I think. Oh, I don't know, okay. but it wasn't Paramount. Okay. And that shit, the, the CGI looked amazing. It looked great. There was even this thing where like the Pokemon <laughs> director... He, they interviewed him. He was like, I wouldn't want to be in their position. They, in the <laughs> he was like, we just put too much work into this shit. And if that happened to us, I would just, oh, I don't envy them. Basically shitting on them niggas. Basically, the yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because like well, like he said, we put too much work in this shit. Yeah. And yeah, nah. So, I mean, <laughs> all in all, I mean, so if, let me ask you guys. So if they do like redo a lot of the stuff that we're complaining about, and let's say the release date is next summer 2020. Mm. Are you we'll guys going to go see it? If it if it looks like a good movie, I think all they're going to do is fix the design and that'll probably push them back maybe till next January, maybe. They're trying maybe. to still release it in November, but Really? Yeah, but so if they fix if they just fix the design and the character looks dope, I don't think I'm going to go see it. It's just because have to treat I don't me. Yeah, I'm I don't want to give my money to shit like that. To just let people know like, "Oh, we complain about it, but we still give you our money." Like, you know, I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to wait till it comes out by other means and see it somehow. You know what I mean? Or, and it could be shitting us. It could be, a, it, now it could be, now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to be fair, to it could be, fair. A, it could be a better plot than we think it is. To be fair. Yeah, it could like, be because the trailer is very kind of vague as far as like explaining shit. And that's a, that's smart from a marketing perspective from the movie producers mm -hmm. to kind of like, you have to give me a reason to want to go see the film. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Give away on um, the plot points one, two, and yeah. three in the trailer, but you have to like take into account the context. We usually know what to expect from stuff like this. Yeah. So if, if someone is like, that's just actually good. I'll go see it. Okay. But the word of mouth is going to have to. And like, I'm a, I think I'm going to just kick this one at home unless y'all are trying to go and goof on it or some shit <laughs> as a collective. But yeah. Any other do, thoughts? Oh, so do, do I, is this just another thing? Do y'all read critic reviews before y'all go see the movie? No. Mm, I used to I watch reviews, but I don't do that anymore because it always affects. Yeah. So I don't do like, I hate like, because like when a movie comes out, especially if it's like a movie like a Sonic, Sonic's going to make a big splash whenever it drops because of all the controversy surrounding it. I try not to read, like I try not to look at Rotten Tomatoes or like any other review sites because like you'll see like either it'll have it'll have like a really like let's say if it has like a 95 percent approval rate right but then like you the i am um what's the shit imdb imdb will be like 6.5 out of 10 <laughs> so like people get rotten tomatoes confused as to thinking like how good the movie is that's just a percentage of how many people thought the movie was good it's not really how good the movie and, is and there's two scores on yeah. there. there's critic scores and, and there's metacritic and, right and no, no well on rotten tomatoes there's the critics and then there's just people who go yeah and review it. so the people the fans usually like it more than the critics sometimes vice versa but you know because the critics are looking for like more of the nuances Technical. of the film yeah you know what i'm saying like and the fans are just looking at was I entertained? Mm -hmm. Did I was it cool? Sure, I'll thumbs up it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And especially us as filmmakers, we're looking at we look at films like a a lot of different Subject. ways than like just the average viewer. We're looking at like shots you know what I'm saying, shots and storytelling and character development and like you know what I'm saying, cinematography and like pacing, which is another thing with movies. Like you know what I'm saying, pacing can be you know can make or break a movie sometimes. So we're looking at all that shit, mm -hmm. and then it's like 
we're we not going to be so easily satisfied. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I might sneak in and go see <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If I'm seeing another movie just to see Jim Carrey, but I ain't paying for that shit, bro. I give, yeah. <laughs> I give the trailer zero out of 10. That's my rating. <laughs> but, but, but what if like, what if like the design is the same, but the movie comes out in like the movie's it, dope, but the design's bad. Yeah. I might go like, <laughs> just if the movie's good and the design's yeah. bad, because yeah. then that's kind of like a meme. You know what I'm saying? And I like Ben Schwartz, the actor who plays Sonic for this one, but I don't think he's a good fit for the voice of Sonic. Yeah, he sounds yeah, weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? But hey, if, if if the movie's good and his design's trash, that's act- I might actually just go see it. And, and, they, and, it, and that means if they make sequels, I want them to make Tails and Knuckles look weird as shit too, but just the movie's still good. That would be dope. I feel like a Tails spinoff is definitely going to be a product of this. <laughs> Maybe. And I would actually be interested to see what the fuck they would do with, with that. Tails. They're gonna fuck it up, bro. <laughs> Cause like Tails doesn't even have Sonic didn't have a damn storyline technically, but shit, at least he was the star of the shit. But he has fucking super speed and he gets the chaos emeralds. There's so much easy shit you could do with that. Just put him on an adventure where he runs fast and the animation looks dope and he gets some shit and go like you don't need to put him in this world and all this the doctor thinks you're basic and all this fucking and where's, ass where's the fucking um where's the fucking um egg dude what's his egg name man that's egg what man. jim carrey's supposed to be oh okay okay really? cool but he just looks a lot different until the end of the trailer see how the fuck that see i need know that shit see that's how you know the trailer was yeah. bad his name mm-hmm. is robotnik but sonic calls him Eggman in the games but. that's what i called him Eggman growing up so yeah, yeah but, but long story short sonic trailer's trash we yeah. just you know what i'm saying we want a better like a better looking trailer so that we can have an assumption that it'd be a better movie. We want good movies, man. And this shit looking like it ain't it. So, <laughs> y'all want to get into the viewer question? Yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah. Let's build a perfect I'll, rapper. I'll read it and then y'all can start before me. All right. So, we got another question from the Discord. Shout out to the Low Mid Discord. Thank you guys for continually supporting us and sending us questions. They're actually always pretty, they're always entertaining. And we'll get to some of the ones that we haven't gotten to, but you know, it takes time. So, low key, says um let me see yo thanks for answering my question super dope i am personally an album guy i usually only listen to music in album form so it's interesting to hear what y'all have to say about it and here's the last episode yeah right so shout out and here's the question um also something else i thought that would be cool to do is build your perfect rapper for example he or she could have Nas's flow with the artistry of Andre 3K with Dre's voice and have Kanye's production skills or something. Um, and I know that's a lot in one message, but they have another part that we'll get to later. But for today, that they wanted us to build our perfect rapper kind of like in that mindset. And we'll get to the other half of the question on a later date. But yeah, we've, <laughs> we took that and we started constructing our perfect rappers within the week since we've seen this question. Who wants yeah. to jump into it? Because this was an interesting topic, bro. Sheesh, who wants to go first? All right, she, first, I, I, first we, me and Nemo have to give a precursor. Or, you know, I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. Since you, you pick up your phone and shit, you got it. All right. Well, well, first, wait, so like, how are we going to do this? Are we going to go through the categories we talked about? Because like, we got... I think we should all, like, put it on display, the different things. Like, I just wrote out a bunch of shit I want from my rapper, and I'm just going to say it. All Basically. Right. All right, fuck it. All right, fuck it. So... All right, the perfect rapper for me. <laughs> All right, so he's he's going to have like a combination of sounds. So like, yeah. All right. Okay. So he's going to have the flow of Ski Mask, 2019 Uzi, Baby, Fo- Baby Voice Cardi, and 2004 MF Doom. 
Wow. <laughs> what a fucking flow. Yeah. All combined into one. No, not just well, on different so, songs. Yeah. Sometimes it'll be combined. Sometimes it'll just be like separate things. Wow. Okay. So for the lyric side of the things, he's going to have like, he's going to have the wordplay of Nas, Quinn Miller, and Earl. Okay. And for the production, ooh, his production is going to be like so fucking beautiful. It's going to have John Coltrane on there, Pierre Bourne, Thelonious Monk, Alchemist, Metro, 2004 Mad Lib, and of course, Tyler the Creator to, to be the composer and spearhead all this shit and like just put it all together. Okay. Yeah. So that's the basis for your rapper pretty much. So, yeah, so far. And uh, he, his image is going to be like, rare sports gear i guess and like <laughs> a whole bunch of pattern shirts and like with like weird ass patterns i guess and like i don't know designer sweatpants and like just you know okay just basically like comfy and chill and so basically pretty much like a a, a hype nigga a, with the with the clean fits a little bit oh but i mean and some, sometimes he will switch it up and like rock the, the wear like the rare expensive vintage clothing I'm, I'm, yeah. did you say the lyricism of who the lyricism he He'll have the wordplay of Nas, Quinn Miller, and Earl. Wow. I want to hear that wordplay coming out of Cardi's flow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be some interesting shit. Wow, bro. Right. That, that, that's, that's why he's perfect for me. You know what I'm saying? True. And as far as the business side of things, he'll he'll mainly be independent, but he'll have like a close collective of friends like helping him build him up and yeah, and all that shit. Uh, all yeah. right. So, all right, I'll, I'll go ahead and lay out the basis for mine. So, like, what me and Nemo said, we're basically, like, not trying to make a rapper that's just us, pretty much. <laughs> so, I had to keep that in mind for, yeah. like, because I don't, that's kind of lame. Like, if I'm just going to make myself for the purpose of the question. So, I wanted to make a rapper that's what I would like to listen to that maybe is something I couldn't do, essentially, and kind of, like, um, just different enough from me, but still Un enough I guess like my mind frame that I would enjoy the music so I went ahead and started off and made my rapper a woman for the purpose of I, I knew you were going to do that so for the purpose of like there's certain things that women have perspectives on that I don't you know what I mean and also I think they're you know it would be cool to have more dope ass female rappers in the yeah, game right now need that so this is what I said okay I want the production of Kanye and no spoilers but since I've heard Igor, I want a splash of some of that production in there as well. Um, yeah. I got the physical style and clothing of like Jaden Smith, like just the hype fits that look clean that are just artsy and yeah. shit. So I said the social awareness of Tupac, the class and business sense of Jay-Z, the flow of logic from his under pressure days and the lyricism of, and the wordplay of logic and J. Cole with the splash of Kendrick. And so the voice was where I, it was hard for me. Cause I was like, I want to hear a voice that's like, if she switches it up and starts singing, it's pleasant, but also she can just fucking come in and hit you with that fucking hard ass bars sometimes where it's not always singy stuff. So I was like, all right, I said voice of Cody Shane, because sometimes she can hit that fucking like if I could hear in her voice, if she wanted to just fucking rap like boom bap style, she could because she, she, I think she has a nice voice, like just singing voice. It's just not unpleasant to hear. But then I also heard this new rapper, um, Lady London, 
Mm-hmm. Her voice is really nice. She's kind of like a, from what I've seen of her, she's kind of like this conscious rapper, but she has like that smooth ass voice that's mm-hmm. like, you know, she can sing, but she's like rapping and shit sounds tight. Yeah, I probably like that. And then I said, I kind of want her to be pro black and talk about real topics, but usually leaning from the female perspective. So that that's me. That's what I would like to listen to. Yeah, but I want her to be dope. super artsy. So I want to hear some real shit, but it's like an explosion of art. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah. what the fuck did I just listen to? That that's would be what fine I want. As fuck. Yeah. Um, damn, this is like the toughest question we've gotten in the Discord, like thus far, I think. Um whether male or female, for me, if I was going to build a rapper, um, I guess their flow would be like a combination of, um, you know what I'm saying, my favorite rapper, 3K, Andre 3000. I think it would be like a mix of like Andre 3000's flow, any of his flows that he uses. And I typically like Nas's flow on songs just because Nas tends to like kind of fight the beat whenever he raps like Nas would just keep spitting and spitting and spitting whereas like certain rappers like with their flow like they might like like Jay-Z for example Jay-Z's like the master of like the flow Mm -hmm. so like if like Jay-Z's kind of like Jay-Z can flow faster on some beats and then like Jay-Z can take a pause and then like his wordplay will lift the verse instead like his flow might not be all the way there but then his wordplay kind of lift the verse so like as far as like flow I think like my perfect rap would be like a combination of like Jay-Z with a little bit of Nas and a little bit of Andre 3000. Mm. And then, you know what I'm saying? Of course, like lyricism is important. The lyricism of a Nas, like or a Rock Him or um a Pac. <laughs> Bless you. Um Thanks. and lyricism, like, man, fuck. You know what I'm saying? This shit is hard as fuck because it's like I it's like those couple of artists, I think, just embody like, you know, really relevant topics a lot of the times in their music. Um and like as far as like whole their whole aesthetic and kind of like I not gimmick but kind of um energy I guess and cadence mm-hmm. as far as like what I would like from a rapper. Um I just want somebody who's like like you can you I, I know like we can just tell somebody who's just authentic. You know what I'm saying? Who's just authentic as fuck and like not it's not a gimmick for them you can you know what i'm saying you can tell it's not a gimmick you can tell that like it's literally in their blood and like in their dna who they are and what they are as like a person and therefore as a rapper and then like production wise um the production of kanye the production of um damn who the fuck else like the production of um jay dilla who i'm a really big fan of um um, of course, like more contemporarily speaking, of course, like Metro and like Thundercat, who I think is slept on. Um, and um, I think you said um, Pierre Bourne. It's like it's kind of like being that having that kind of diverse palette of sounds and abilities as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like being able to have a, a whole bunch of stylistic shifts and being able to be um, efficient at all of them. You know what I'm saying? And um what I cover production flow lyricism and what else did we what else we have to cover like image image whatever you want to because I think that's like it's impossible to build the perfect rapper like literally speaking for me because it's like I don't know everybody's like kind of perfect in their own way a lot of the times like a lot of people are just perfect at what they do guess so you know what I'm saying so it's like you know like 
I guess just naming those lyrics and those kind of like production styles or whatever, like that's what I envision like the perfect person being because those are all some of my favorite people in there with those kind of skill sets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, my favorite rapper would consist of, you know what I'm saying, male or female, you know what I'm saying, regardless. He or she has to have all of those things for, I guess, for it to be the closest thing to what a perfect rapper would be for me. What and if, What if they have all that, but then like their voice is weird? So for me, like voices is kind of like yeah, voices don't really care. bother me that much yeah, because be, yeah, because it's like they, I see like, me. I can see what you're saying. Like for Kodak, for example, like you said that Kodak's voice kind of like you know what I'm saying doesn't sit sometimes, well with you yeah, sometimes. It doesn't and I see what you're saying because he does have like a very his his voice is very like youthful and kind of like high pitched and kind of like has a certain like certain yeah, sound some to it. That voices are very distinct from where you're from or like. Not even that, but just distinct voices that sometimes I'm just like, no, I can't listen to the whole <laughs> straight up. Yeah, no, voices usually never that bother I me, need, though. Because it's another part of the production for me sometimes. Like, it's like another, that's where the ad-libs and all that come in. It's another part of the production because it's like, it, it just is. It just, you need to sound smooth or you need to sound good in your own right for me. If you're making some crazy shit, then yeah, I, w- I would like for you to fuck with the flow and sound weird. But like, if you're making just like a, you can't be singing and you fucking sound like fucking, I don't know, who's a fucking, I don't know, some screechy ass. <laughs> He's sound like, like fucking Sonic or something. You know like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't know, voice, like, and, and at certain points, now if somebody makes a voice on the track, it can be annoying. If it's not, if it's just like, why the fuck would you, did you do that? You know what I'm saying? But if it's just somebody's regular tone and speaking voice, usually that doesn't too much bother me or like mm. bother my perception of how, how the song is. But um, yeah, like that's pretty much all the stuff that would like, you know what I'm saying, constitute the perfect rapper mm. for me. Um, and also I would say like, um, just adding on, like aside from like their rapping ability onto like the... Im- their image and their purpose or whatever. I definitely want them to be more of a just challenge conventional shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. just try to push the culture forward and then try to like challenge society as a whole, especially if you're like, especially as an African-American rapper, you need to be talking about the issues that we face. You need to be mm-hmm. kind of like what you were saying, be conscious, be aware, don't be oblivious. Don't be like, don't have that rich nigga attitude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kind of just know what's really going on and take tangible steps to improve the conditions as much as you can yeah. um, within your financial ability and your um, ability as far as like having a platform to get a large reach out to people. Right. and um, you know what I'm saying? Just being in it for the culture, I think is my biggest thing. Like, don't be in it just to get a check. Don't rap just to get a check. Like, don't do it for recreation. Actually do it because you know the principles of hip hop. You know the yeah. foundation yeah. of the culture, which is one of the few cultures that, and probably the only culture that really African-Americans can really say that they have, like a culture. Mm. Like, well, I not- feel, I feel what you mean. Like, you know what I'm saying? To like such we a large say, degree. To such a large degree that we like, we it, it literally started from the roots from us and in everything that it became was it's still because us. of the foundation well, of where we came from. No, that's and that's debatable. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the foundation. Fuck that. It's still us. It's still us. New wave. Like when people think of hip hop, they, they do think of black people, mm-hmm. obviously. But you know what I'm saying? It has been co-opted by a lot of, you know what I'm saying, other you know, dig, entities and dig, things like dig, that. So dig, if we're being honest, we got to keep it real. Yeah. So we don't really, own, we don't own it for the yeah. most part, Yeah, let's, but yeah. that's, you know, and that's a, that's a part of the business side that yeah. can segue into my business side. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I want him that's to be, that's why I want that Jay-Z mentality. You dig? Exactly. I want him to be about ownership, about owning his masters about, and what I yeah. really want him to do or she to do is like, futuristically speaking, I want them to be in a position to own distribution rights 
for yeah. artists. Yeah. So that that's the whole reason why we don't own shit is because the distribution. Like everybody has their own fucking label. The label was the first step. We need to get to the point where we are able to control our distribution. That way we can yeah. literally start. Like that's what Michael Jackson and all those people like Michael Jackson was trying to. You know what I'm saying? When he owned that part of Sony or whatever, that was distribution rights. Mm. You know understand what I'm saying? And you see what happened to him. So you know, like if we get that kind of power and get that kind of mentality going or whatever, then will be more independent as a culture and mm -hmm. then that could lead to an increase in quality of certain aspects of the culture that people complain about because exactly. we're on yeah. it and exactly. control it you know what i'm saying I'll, so i'll also add um yeah i want the rapper to be extremely mature well maybe not extremely mature in like the boring sense but like <laughs> mo moving right bring like, me my you know key please before i, I do know. this I'm verse i'm not to go write this verse <laughs> like i want them sign to off be on like, the verse sir business minded and like we need to be pushing the culture forward and i also want them to just love music like just love yeah, music because like, you like can be hear that passion nerd. yeah bro. i want them to be like even more than me like i want them to just like all they I, music 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 that's just all i want them. i'm like i'm going to studio i'm going to studio I want, you know what i'm saying because you can hear that fucking passion and it, it it just makes for so much more creativity than you know every i ain't hating on nobody who's just like shit i'm trying to get some money as long as they're not doing anything I detrimental am. to a certain extent well okay i won't say i'm not i'm not hate i don't hate them i, I hate under, that i under, i understand and to a certain degree, as long as they're not doing anything detrimental to the culture, just coming in and being like, shit, I'm getting the money and I'm out and I'm not even doing nothing. Like, cause you can be good at something that you're not even, don't have that much of a passion for. That's I think true. you should have some kind of a passion for yeah. if you're doing it. But I want them to be like, I love fucking music. Like that's what I love first and foremost. Cause you can hear that shit in an artist. You can hear, Oh, this is what they were born to do essentially. Yeah. Of course. So, you, yeah. It's kind of an unexplainable energy that you get from artists who would just have that and bring that like in the booth. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can always tell hearing an album based on the production, the way the song is constructed or the way that in the way the album is constructed, you can tell that they like literally sat down and mm -hmm. had a plan for this and spent you know time, what I'm saying, spent time and specified each little nuance about this yeah, album bro. so they can come together as a whole and be great. Because so, I appreciate that shit more. There's a lot of rappers yeah. now that are like, I'm just in it for the money. And it's microwave music. And they can make good songs for, you know, they make some fun songs, but it's like, you can hear that they're telling the truth. I'm just, I don't know. I'm yeah. just writing, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to hear that passion of like, I want to be a musician because it's the difference between I'm on a team or I love this shit. I'm in there seven days a week working, doing, you know what I'm saying? Working out or practicing my shot or this or that rather than versus the nigga that's just like, shit, I'm seven foot two and I'm just, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I Somebody, around everybody told in. me, everybody told me I should be doing this my whole yeah. life. So I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah. So y'all want to move on or anybody else have anything else to say? Um, yeah. I want to add on to my, to my artists. Uh, of course they would be like completely, engaged in the art and and that's where like the clothing would come from and that's where the production would come from because especially like as as tyler as the composer like it, it was just like it would, it would i i know it would bring everything perfectly bro that's why i had to put in that man imagine that if tyler and kanye just sat down and just made some a fucking instrumental album together what the but fuck? Then, that oh my like? gosh! But then, like, it would be that's. I know that sounds good on paper. Like some, yeah, some shit that be sounding good on paper. It could be a class because they're two production titans. But if you fuse them into one person, and then they're just like, I don't know, maybe if maybe somebody was a combination of Kanye and Tyler, they'd be like <laughs> the greatest producer of all time. They'd be exactly. legit. Like it'd be uncontended. <laughs> They would make a new genre. 
<laughs> like, I don't know, wait, what the my fuck? Favorite <laughs> my favorite rapper isn't even a rapper. There's some other shit that they created. Like, like you know what I mean? Yeah, they would start a whole nother <laughs> chart of music. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make their own chart. So, I mean, yeah, that's like, I guess uh, one thing I've noticed is that all three of us said that we just want somebody who above all, if nothing else, is just passionate about what they do. You know yes, what I'm saying? And, like, and, and different to an And different. And, and like authentic. To, I want girl. them to be kind. I like kind people. I don't like You assholes. don't be an asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you can be smart and all this, but then somebody's like, hey, like, get the fuck out of my fucking face. I'm trying to make some fucking music, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> be nice. <laughs> and it, like, I appreciate that. Take the time to like talk to the people because it's a lot of people that you can have that mentality but are you going to put it into action I feel like those people that are more personable and kinder are more likely to put that shit into action versus just be like saying some shit I want them to be a doer not more even though it's kind of funny when you talk about rappers because that's what they do for a living is talk but I want them to also be just as much of a doer of like let's get let's try to make some shit happen try yeah you know what I'm saying? yeah yeah and um just to like last quick point then we can move on um Shit, what the, what the fuck is my point? Um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Um, going back to what you were saying about um, being a doer and things like that. And Oh, no, back to the business part of it. This is what I was going to say. I hope that, and ideally my rapper and hopefully all three of our um, perfect rappers wouldn't let the business side of the industry rob them of their passion of the music because yeah. yeah. we see that a lot with artists like even in entertain, like in other mediums of entertainment whether it be film, music, whatever a lot of times the business side of it especially for us is like you know what I'm saying again African Americans we're just we come up in the game just loving what we do and we want to make a living from it but then we don't know the business side of it a lot of times and a lot of times the business side intimidates us so we don't try to learn it and then when we get into the business we, it's so much you know what I'm saying a lot of times it's, we think it's like of bullshit that comes with it and then it's like you got to meet this by this deadline and you're being charged this much you know what I'm saying an hour at the studio and you're yeah. doing all this and it's just a lot of pressure yeah. that comes along with that and that robs people of their passion and then that's why you see sometimes a decline in quality in certain artists the longer their their, their career goes because it's just like it just gets overwhelming and overbearing because so many people depend on you for shit and so many people are just like now if you make this one you got to do another one because yeah. you might fall off and the industry is so what have you done for don't, me lately don't get drowned in all that basically yeah you know what I'm saying and that's very that's very difficult to do especially in the age of social media so that's yeah. like that's what I would hope to is just keep your passion for the art above all regardless of all the circumstances that may come with it also and since this is we're, this is fantasy favorite rapper shit uh, I want them to cut me a check every month <laughs> <laughs> just for no reason like just imagine you, Kanye just, was just like here go ten thousand dollars I'm oh, cool ten thousand dollars shit you're my, my favorite rapper so you know <laughs> right I'm just hey, getting a pension the skill set that I've uh laid out and becomes the next best thing cut me a check i made you nigga or <laughs> female i imagined you yes i you were like <laughs> i was <laughs> i'm your father <laughs> you i did. created you so yeah yeah but um who's who who did, who did that question again loki shout out to loki yeah. shout out to loki, loki for that question you really made us think on that one homie. yeah that was appreciate that question. very close to low mid loki you, <laughs> you dig hey you know what i'm saying <laughs> all right okay so Ooh, I've been looking forward to talking about this topic, man. What, the top three games? Yeah. <laughs> top three video games. <laughs> top three video it. games. Let's get into it. Y'all want me to go first? or? Shit, yeah. Go, go ahead. Go for it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was some like little kick. kick. Y'all want me to go for it? I mean, I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, ow, shit. <laughs> All right, let me, let me pull up my shit. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, here we go. Video games. Okay, <clears throat> man, this was a hard list. Why? I used to, <laughs> all my lists are except for 
one of them are well all my list there's only fucking three two of them are playstation 2 games Mm-hmm. Well, they came out on PlayStation 2. I, I played the remaster of one on PS4. Oh my! And the other one is a PSP game. Ooh. So, okay, here we go. How are we, we going to get into this shit? What? <laughs> All right. Favorite game. Oh, shit, no. Third favorite game. Have y'all ever heard of a little game called My Little Pony Friendship is... Now I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to be like, have we ever heard? Okay. Um, Jack and Daxter? No. God damn it. I I may have seen those words somewhere. (laughs) Somebody in the fucking chat, please holler if you hear me. Let me know if you've heard of Jack and Daxter, bro. Holler if you hear me, dog. That was that New Orleans coming out. Uh, so Jack and Daxter, bro. Okay. So I'm, my third favorite game is not actually Jack and Daxter. It's Jack and Daxter 2. Okay. But I wanted to see if y'all had heard of it, but y'all fucking haven't. But okay. But Jack and Daxter 2, bro. Okay. So let me give y'all the premise of this fucking game. There's three of them, but I think I only played two. So Jack and Daxter is about these like elf looking niggas. They just live in their fucking video game world. You dig? You got this nigga Jack. You got this nigga Daxter, right? <laughs> <laughs> so one day they're just fucking chilling um, They're just looking for an adventure Some crazy shit happens in their world Or like some negative shit happens And Jack and Daxter sneak out Of their house despite the advice of like And it's been a minute since I've fully um, Delved into these games so I'm not gonna get every detail right but I get the fucking Gist of it so they go out They see this big pit of like Goo or some shit right mm-hmm. This nigga Daxter falls into it he falls in and he comes out and he's like a fucking weasel or something, <laughs> but he can like talk still. Right. So Jack, he don't really talk like that. This Jack Daxter's like, what the fuck? Like I'm a fucking weasel. Like we need to, we need, what are we going to do? So they go to their like mentor. Who's like this shaman guy. He's like, well, y'all need to go collect all these orbs and maybe, and go to defeat the, um, defeat the main villain. Right. And maybe he'll be able to change you back. And they're like, fuck, let's go. Let's get it. So Jack, there's like these orbs or energy. I forgot what the fuck it's called, but there's like these little orbs of energy, right? And all different of them do different stuff. Jack, for some reason, has the power to like absorb it and be able to use the different ones to do different shit. Most of the shamans can only do like one specific thing, right? So that's where the gameplay comes in. He absorbs that shit and he can fucking attack you with that power for a minute. You dig? Mm. So they're just running around collecting that shit, making their way, fixing shit along the way and shit, right? Um, so Jack and Daxter was the first game ever. I feel like that I was, when I was playing it, I was like, man, I feel like I'm in this world. Like, I'm like, I feel like I'm fucking Jack. You know what I'm saying? Pause. I feel like I'm Jack. So, <laughs> so, so when Jack and Daxter 2 comes along, it's the same mechanics of Jack and Daxter 1, but it's a, it's a bigger story. So Jack has, had been kidnapped. There was this big portal that opened up at the end of the game where this evil nigga pops out and then he goes into the portal. Jack and Daxter are like, fuck, bro. Let's, oh, by the way, fuck it. Spoiler alert, but Daxter never gets turned back into a human. He's still a fucking weasel in the second game. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's just like, he, sac- he sacrifices that to save the world pretty much. Oh, shit. So he's a real nigga. So, but he's like a funny ass, goofy ass nigga. So the whole time you're playing the game, you have like this sidekick that's just saying funny shit and stuff. So that also sounds like this shit is entertaining. So they fly through the portal. Um, Jack and Daxter get separated in this big city and for five years Jack is taken and tormented on and experimented on and Daxter's just going around to different clubs and doing comedy shows or some shit looking for, <laughs> looking for his friend and so then after that they, he finds him sets him free 
And they've been experimenting on him to the point where like, y'all know how like Captain America is like a super soldier. Yeah. They experiment on him with like the same kind of like thing, but he turns into this like dark evil creature kind of, but he can has, he has like so much more power and it's so crazy, bro. Like this game was so deep. There was like government and like regimes and fucking revol revolutions that you join in this shit and you're <laughs> fighting niggas and you get to like ride speeders and all this shit and fight niggas. And uh, Jack talks in this one. He's like just this cool ass ass. I was like, what the fuck? I'm killing these niggas and shit. He don't say nigga, but you know what I'm saying? He, he's just like a, a cool ass nigga. So playing that game, it was just so fun, bro. Like all the mechanics, the world building was awesome. You got to do so many different things. None of the gameplay was boring. And the story was what got me engaged. And I felt like I was Jack when I was fucking killing all them niggas with my nigga D Daxter, bro. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Jack and Daxter too. Dang, I think Jack and Daxter 2 might have, like, killed my entire list. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was a great description of why you, that was your number three, though. I was dope. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, because, like, it has all this world-building world yeah, stuff. My, man, yeah, okay. <laughs> what, who, who's next? Pong. I guess right. I'll go next. Right, thing. Go for it. Um, so my number three video game of all time. Actually, this one game is a collection of a whole bunch of different video games. And my number three favorite video game of all time is called uh, Baba, Baba, Sega. Sega Genesis Collection. You dig what I'm talking about? <laughs> what? You nigga gonna put a whole console in four games? So yeah. listen, 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 right, listen. This is it. this is why it's my number three favorite video game of all time is because I didn't play a lot of I didn't play a whole bunch of video games growing up, and I've only had one game system my whole life, and that's PS2. <laughs> so like I just remember being on this shit all the time, and my my, my favorite games from this shit was Alice Kid in the Enchanted Castle. That was my shit. Bonanza Bros. Heard of that, but I don't know. Used that. to love that shit, and then of course, like the my 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 uh my bread and butter for this game was of course Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic oh, the Hedgehog wow. Two. So that's why I really was on the game. Like I just used to get on this game every day and just play Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog Two. Me, me and my sister would play against each other. She be tails, I'll be Sonic and shit. This shit was dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, man, this game is like a, a huge part of my childhood, and like yeah. I mostly just speak of. Sonic explaining why this was my and I used to play like this other game on here called Ristar. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. I used to play Kid Chameleon. Um and I used to play um this other game on here called Zaxxon. But most of the time, like 80% of the time when I got on here, I just played Sonic the fucking hedgehog. Okay. And so like that's what endeared me to Sonic was this video game. Mm -hmm. So that's how I really came to, you know, know about Sonic the Hedgehog. So like I just remember like being in like the first level of Sonic. And then like the furthest level I ever got in the Sonic the Hedgehog game was like the Labyrinth Zone, which is like maybe the sixth or seventh level. Mm -hmm. And I would just remember like when the Eggman used to come, it would just be like a goal of mine. I'm just like, I'm not falling off this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a fucking like, I got a fucking, uh, what do you call it? The, the little shit. Um, Spin dash? Or? No, the fucking shit. Like you you have to run past it and it's like, you. it's a starting point. What's it called? Um, You don't start at the beginning anymore. It's like line? checkpoint. Checkpoint. Oh, okay. Them checkpoint okay. shits. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I knew Nemo was gonna come to my rescue real quick. You know what I'm saying? Cause I did not remember that shit. But um, yeah, bro. I just remember like being up in my room for like two, three hours at a time, just playing Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which I thought was slick kind of doper because like cause it is 
sort of settings that they put Sonic in and that one were kind of cooler just you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. they had like the oil zones and like they had like the fucking like it was like this like aqua themed kind of level that he would go in and shit and I'd be like bro what the fuck this shit fire as fuck you know what I'm saying like I hated those water levels though in every like Mario and Sonic I always fucking died <laughs> and now yes, you know I'm saying it made it like my, my, my I just hone my skills you know what I'm saying in these levels and shit and like now like even if I played it now I could legit just minimally get to like the fourth or fifth level still oh shit like you know what i'm saying like i just it's already wired in my dna you feel what i'm saying <laughs> like sometimes like if i'm like and sometimes like either when if like if my phone or my wi-fi wasn't working or some shit or whatever i would just like literally like not be on my phone and i would just cut on the game and just be on that shit for a, like a, a good minute even to this day like if i cut it on just for a nostalgic feel i'll just play the game and shit and that should be fun <laughs> as fuck like because Literally something about Sonic, like, and then I found like all these little back alleys and ways to get more rings and to find extra lives and to get like the little force fields and the little invincibility shits. So like, yeah, man, like that's my number three, bro. Because all those other games was cool too. Like, Rift Star was dope as fuck. It's basically about like a star. It's like a um a slingshot of a star. And I forgot what the objective <laughs> of the game was, but that shit was dope. Alex Kidd, he just basically has to like. He has to collect coins in that game too, but it's like a whole different premise for that shit. Mm. Bonanza Bros, people are vaguely familiar with that shit a lot of the times. They're basically just, you know what I'm saying, robbers, you know? That's what's up. So, um, and yeah, bro, like that shit was dope as fuck growing up for me as a kid. I got it for Christmas, like when I was like 10, I got the video game the same day I got the PlayStation 2 that Christmas day. I was in Indiana. That's fine. So, like a whole bunch of games. You dig, you know what I'm saying? So then it was just like, so we only got you one game, and I was like, but what the oh, fuck? look it up. I was like, oh, 68 it's games 68 games on one disc. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, well, this this beats having 68 different discs. So, true. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It does, so, doesn't it? yeah, Sega I, Genesis Collection, my number three. Okay. I kind of had something similar to that, except there was no, it was like, it was a Nintendo. Uh, but like, instead of like 68 games, they only had like eight games. But like, we had like four different versions of like yeah. that Nintendo series thing. Oh, okay. So like, okay. But the, like, the only game I remember from that is like Pac Man. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Played play a bunch of that. Anyway, my number three game is Pac Man. No. <laughs> it's, it's motherfucking uh, Tekken 3. Okay. Yeah. So, man, I, I put a lot of hours into this as a kid because like, Man, the, the characters were like so fine. Like they all had their own, their own little fine thing. But my favorite character was uh, was Law because which one is Law? He he was the Asian nigga. We wanted Asian niggas that would like, I don't know. He would like jump. <laughs> he that was his stance. My, would, my favorite one was the nigga with the jaguar head. I don't know. I always just played as King. Him. Yeah, I always King. Just played as him. I don't know. Why. Yeah, like they all have their own like five little background stories. Like I know King. Like he's like a tiger slash human, and like <laughs> the way he came up in five was like he went through the boxing ring or whatever and like he just has a jaguar head <laughs> no no not boxing ring like he went through the wrestling ring he was like whooping yeah. niggas asses like actually instead of like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, like what are you doing you're breaking the rules dude exactly so but man that nigga law he was so fire he was so fun to use bro because like the way he would kick people is by doing backflips and <laughs> that, that, shit, that shit was just so fire because like it would it would just take their 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 meter down like so quick Especially like if you hit a combo with the backflips, like if you do like a low kick and then like a backflip, then then they then they get over with. And he also had like one of those little power thingies where like I don't know where he had like the super punches. But mm-hmm. the other characters they had were like uh, this nigga named Gun. He was literally like a tiny 
little dinosaur and he was so underrated because like he was so tiny but like if you go against him like it was so hard to, to fucking fight him because he's like he's literally like this tall you had to like crouch down to beat him wait what kind of dinosaur was he I don't know. He was like an orange little dinosaur with a tail or whatever. He was like... <laughs> like a T-Rex or something? Yeah, like a T... He was a T-Rex. Okay. Like, he was like two feet tall. You would have to like crouch down to beat him. But like, <laughs> he would beat your ass like so, so many... T- Man, it was so annoying trying to go against him because like he would like... One of his one of his special powers are like he would fart on you or like spit fire on you. <laughs> and, and, and that shit was That shit was so annoying. Oh, they also had this other mode where like you could literally play beach ball with like by fighting. Oh yeah, yeah. That, I do remember that. that man, Tekken three. Tekken is fun. Did that, you ever play Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I played play a little bit of Street Fighter, played a little bit of Mortal Kombat. Definitely I like, Mortal Kombat. I like Soul Calibur the most though. Because mm. like they had a little bit of the same characters from Tekken. Yeah, like I remember they had they had that old nigga with the with the hair Hitachi <laughs> yeah. or something. Like yeah. I hated going against him. I think my favorite of the three because those are like the three competing fighting games pretty much yeah. now. But uh, uh, Marvel versus Capcom had a good run, but it, oh, yeah. they're not really popping yeah, like that can. no more. But I really like Mortal Kombat the most, I guess. Yeah, everybody likes yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, true. Yeah, I right, fuck niggas up with Scorpion. You dig? <laughs> type shit. You dig? It's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Back to number two. Okay, let's see. Oh, okay. So this is the PSP game. So y'all know Naruto, right? Yeah. Okay. There was this game on the PSP called Naruto. No, uh, shit, I wrote nature, but it's Naruto Ultimate Ninja Heroes. (laughs) (laughs) Naruto Ultimate Ninja Heroes. So I feel like this was one of the first games I got on my PSP. Um, And at the time, I was heavily into Naruto. I forget how old I was. I think I was like 13 or 14 or something. But... So I got this game, right? And I was heavily like into, I was watching Naruto at the time. I thought the story was so good. And like, I was like, oh, I mean, this is so fun. All the characters, like, you know what I mean? I was really into the story and the structure of that world. So when I got the game and then the game was actually good, bro. I was so fucking hyped. So it's a fighting game, right? But there's also like a story mode. So you pick, you get to pick your own team of all the characters in the show. You get to pick three of them because that's how it works in the show. There's like little... Um, groups of three and they each have their own master and shit right so it's pretty much you pick three characters and y'all are gonna try to get to the top of and beat all the evil people and everything for the story mode right so you pick your three and you know what i'm saying it, it was emotional bro i grew with my <laughs> niggas we fought together <laughs> lost, lost together it was like right, it felt hood, like bro. i was really in the team like i was really naruto in this bitch i think i would always have naruto rock lee who the fuck and i think my nigga gar was too slow in that bitch who the fuck? I used to have the nigga um, that used to have the dog. Keed, I, f- I forget his fucking name. But him and the nigga that used to have the bugs were, were fire. Um, But you know, it, oh, if not them, then Hinata, because she had that fucking uh, 64 trigrams or some whatever. Y'all fucking know what I'm talking about. Y'all don't, but the people do. <laughs> she had that shit. That shit was fire. Um, And bro, yeah, like you just fight the story mode. You get to like run up trees, do all the Naruto shit. You get to do super moves in this bitch. And it's like the five, some, it was had some dope ass graphics at the time because it's PSP. So it's like better than the DS graphics. I'm like, I'm yeah. killing niggas. I'm like, True. so we, we making through yeah. shit. We getting like, you get ranked on every mission. I'm like, damn guys, we got to get this shit together. We got to get S rank and shit. <laughs> we killing niggas, me, Naruto, Rock Lee and Hinata. We just up in there slashing niggas up, killing niggas, getting to the top. You know what I'm saying? And the story was engaging. You got like, um, new moves you got to, like once you got better you got new combos and new moves and stuff i think and 
Yeah, bro. It was just like a basic fighting game, but the mechanics were so easy to use and so fun. Yeah. And everything, all the combos were so fun to use. It was just a fun ass game, to be honest. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah. Shit. Um, my number two. God damn it! This was the the fucking hardest one out of the fucking three because I was going back and forth between a DS game. In a fucking PlayStation 2 game And I was like Both of these games Impacted my fucking childhood So fucking much Man And like I'll, I'll say the two of them okay. And then I'll just say Which one won Okay It was between Mario Party Okay On DS And it was between Fucking NBA 2K7 Ooh <laughs> Who won ah, The melanin in me Dictated <laughs> that NBA 2K7 would take spot number fucking two. Okay, okay. And so this is the reason why I had to give it to 2K7 because this was the first the basketball game that I ever got. Ooh. And it was an important moment in my childhood because right like before I even started really, I didn't really get into basketball until the season after this game came out. So like the following season, like 2008. 2008. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like I wasn't really into sports like that until the year after. But my aunt had got me two. I think she got me this for my birthday. And like I like I said, I wasn't a huge video game person or whatever. But then like I got on this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I just like, bro, 2K7 for me. And it was like I used to always play with the fucking Bulls. And that was because my dad's from Chicago. He was a huge Bulls fan. So at the time, I just played whatever team I. Fucking knew, so I just Bulls played with the Bulls. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying, but like no, I was winning with them niggas. No, bro, we were saying I was like, bro, and so like, listen, I used to always like before I even did like the seasons, I would just do exhibition games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, just to get myself prepped up or whatever. Yeah. So for some reason, I would always like want to play the Celtics because the Celtics were the best team at the time, like ratings wise. Like they was just like their defense was like a 95, offense like a 97. Like they, so you know what I'm saying, but like I would beat them with the Bulls. I was just was so good with the Bulls, right? You was playing I, on rookie. No, I was. It was regular <laughs> shit. Nah, nah, I would, tried, nah, tried nah you, you know what I'm saying? Hold on, nigga, you, nigga, you were playing on. Oh, now I playing regular fucking settings, dude. Like, <laughs> you know oh, what I'm saying? Dude, oh, so, so you was playing on pro. Yes, you know oh, what I'm saying. I wasn't playing on like Hall of Fame shit, but I did play on Hall of Fame <laughs> once. And I, did you win? I won once out of the two times I played. <laughs> Okay. Hall of Fame setting that. They are hard yeah, yeah. as hell Bro. To beat on Hall of Fame They, they, they was making Half court shots What the fuck I'm yeah, supposed to yeah, do with they, that They be cheesing on Hall of <laughs> Fame bro. You know what I'm saying So like And then so I would normally play With the Bulls And then I would play with the Hawks Sometimes That didn't really go too well Yeah the Hawks were, The Hawks were pretty <laughs> They were pretty like, they, they, I, would, I, I would just like I would literally be like Cause li, like I would just like, When it comes to basketball I'm a very like I like I like ball movement You know what I'm saying Like when yeah, I'm controlling same. shit You feel me So like in the game I'm giving the ball like first of all I didn't know like back then when I started playing I didn't know the X's and O's in the game like I do now at 22 is, is, did this game get you into basketball it helped it helped a lot cause did that and just watching just you know the playoffs and shit like that and just being infected with all that kind of stuff but um not infected but infatuated <laughs> but with all that shit <laughs> got me infected <laughs> but then like got just winning and then like actually having like and then playing with other people of course like playing against your dad and all that kind of stuff just oh, makes shit. you love the game more and yeah. makes you love the video game more and playing against my cousin and shit and then like actually like being down by 10 and like the thing is like I used to think that like the games would be exactly like the, in real life those 
episodes are like four or five minutes long. Yeah. So it's like if you're down by 15, you got limited time to, you know what I'm saying, make that shit up. <laughs> yeah. So then like, and then like I found out about the game sliders. <laughs> I found out about them <laughs> <Yeah>. shits. <laughs> but I used them once, right? I didn't use them against nobody. I only used them as a, against the computer. Uh, so I was like, man, this shit ain't no fun because you just yeah. know everything will go in, right? So then I put everything back all down. All them niggas stats up. I'm like, I put everything back down at 15 and then I started getting into like, okay, now I'm going to take this nigga out. This one, I'm starting getting the coaching and shit. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, nah, okay. you got to come out. I got to get his arrest because his his um his, his stamina's you know? down. I got to put him in. <laughs> yeah, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, it puts you in, a, in the actual coach's mindset. You feel what I'm saying? And then it's like like the occasional time where somebody like got injured. You'd be like, what the fuck am yeah. I supposed to do now? <laughs> How the fuck? Did, he went up for a lab and came down and then like the game like, just went black and then the next bro, clip like, was like him just like, oh no. The animations, oh, no. Of, the animations of them getting injured is so depressing, bro. Because like, <laughs> like everybody just stops and he just on the on the court crying. <laughs> and then like half the times, like sometimes my game would glitch. So it'd be like, oh, in, like in real time, visually what you saw was like the basketball go through the backboard and come out the back and go into the basket. And you'll be like, <laughs> what the yes, fuck? what the fuck did I just do? And then like, you know what I'm saying like I was trying to pass and then like the analog stick and shit like I was trying to pass because you could pass with the analog yeah. stick on this version yeah. but then sometimes if you press the, if you don't press it with like the, L, the LR I mean the L1 um, you'll shoot that bitch so like sometimes oh, yeah. I would like yeah, be trying to pass so from annoying. half court and they just fling it up from half court that's, that's and I'm like why, oh shit that was the game that's why I never do the icon passing that yeah shit. you know what I'm saying but I, I, I mastered it after a little while of practice but yeah but 2K7 that's, that's my number two but I have to go with that one just because it helped you know what I'm saying shape my love for the game of basketball you know what I'm saying that I have now mm. and it's just like it taught me about the game and it taught me like just like it just got me more into like, you know, sports games and video games and stuff like that, period. Because I had played NBA Live kind of vaguely, but I didn't really get into that like that. So like oh, yeah. 2K7 kind of introduced me we to that. Live for a minute. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, I, had, yeah. I had live for a minute, but then like 2K was just so much better. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then like I won't, the only other 2K I have other than this one was the last 2K game I got personally was 2K10. Swear, swear, but like, I've played other ones since then. But that's the last one. That's the last one I have that I own. I just got two K nineteen like two weeks ago. That shit is so beautiful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I like the game since then. I've, they, they they just get better quality every year. So you know what I'm saying? But I'm not like I'm not like one of those dudes who's like you know two K comes out and you can't speak to me. I'm just like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that meme where it's like if you're in a relationship and two K comes out, just prepare not to speak yeah. to your nigga. Like that's not me. <laughs> but it's just a cool <laughs> game. You know what I'm saying for basketball fans. So yeah, yeah. my number two, Nemo. All right, yeah, that was a good number two. My number two is uh, I actually just changed it like five <laughs> five seconds ago. Okay, so it's it's Call of Duty Black Ops, and it's and Ooh. the only reason it's Call of Duty Black Ops the first one instead of any of the other ones because like I, I didn't have the money for the other ones. <laughs> like I played them like at my cousin's house. Yeah. I, I know they're like way better, but like for this one, Black Ops one, I, I had so many so much fun because that was the first Call of Duty I ever got, and then like me and my white friends like we would just go. <laughs> go online and just like he would, he would teach me like how to play and shit so like I remember like at first like I, I would get like so scared if I just see another nigga like oh shit and they got a big ass gun what the fuck oh no what am I do but then but then like I, I just got used to it and then, like man we would go to work in Newtown bro like I would yeah, and then, yeah I, I would get my other niggas from like like from like school or shit and like we would just hop on the game like do like quick scoping wars or whatever and it was it was it was a lot of fun because like you know i remember you could customize your gun and whatnot and like the cpu would like be stupid sometimes and 
that's the first time they had like the combat training where like you could just play by yourself didn't even have to go online that's that's what i would do now with the newer call of duties yeah but um yeah had a lot of that that was really the like the one where that's really the game where i had the most uh fun playing online i guess okay i don't really play online like that but that one was really fun playing online i'm i'm not much big into first person shooters personally but yeah they they can be very fun especially playing with your friends and stuff yeah yeah but that's just me though yeah same i wasn't a huge fan but i see the appeal yeah 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 same okay okay so my number one place it well, PlayStation, my number one video game of all time. So it came out on PlayStation Two. I had it. Then I feel like I never, I never finished it. But then years later, I feel like the disc broke or got scratchy. And then I noticed they had the remastered or a, a different version of it, a better version of it on PlayStation Four store. Um, and I bought it. So it's a Rockstar game. It's not Grand Theft Auto though. It's Bully. Bo- oh, I remember it's, that. It's basically Grand Theft Auto's like younger immature brother uh, so it's like okay you play this nigga called Hopkins or Hoskins or some shit you know how white people call each other by their last yeah. name <laughs> <laughs> and so everyone calls oh, this nigga Hoskins right, right, right so he shows up his mom just got this new um, boyfriend right and they're dropping off at boarding school because he's like just aggressive like anger management ass nigga but really as you play the game you learn he's he's like a cool nigga but everyone just be fucking with him and his life is bad so he just be fighting he'd be like what you say and he just start fighting and shit right he just this angry ass nigga you see his animation he's angry talking shit to the principal so the whole <laughs> yeah, game he's trying to um he's just trying to stay in school at first right but he hates this shit and everyone wants to fight him and shit just at the beginning of the game everyone just like move Hodgkins and start trying to run after you and shit so the principal is trying to kick this nigga out of school the whole time because he just doesn't like him but Hoskins like I want to stand in school and I'm trying not to get my like have to fight niggas every day because if you fight you get in trouble if, oh, if you shit. get caught so you have to oh, run away okay, okay. you have to fight but you also if you get caught you have to you get in trouble so and you like you could get like expelled or suspended get your shit taken and stuff right yeah. and you lose the mission so it's bro it was just such a fun fucking story bro it was so immersive and fun bro because at the time I'm in school and shit right um and like you're at this boarding school and basically your objective is to get all the factions in the school to like you and it's it's such a long game too and you just so you go first you got to get the nerds to like you but since the nerds like you if if this much nerds like you your bully meter goes down so all the jocks and shit hate you more Mm -hmm. so you balance that shit out you get them to like you but then now the preppy kids don't like you even more because you're fucking you're hanging out with the football team and shit Mm. so you gotta so you gotta like fight every time you gotta fight the leader of each faction or beat them in some kind of way that's the boss is the leader there's a boxing (laughs) club you gotta box and like whoop this nigga like you gotta whoop this nigga ass to get the respect of like everybody's just clowning on you until you like start getting your respect and you be like yeah nigga what the fuck you talking about you can <laughs> then you can start telling niggas what to do and shit be like nigga go give me that shit go you know what I'm saying so and then you have this best friend who's like trying to get both of y'all to the top at the beginning he's like cause everybody here is just such an asshole we need to get our way to the top but you've well man play the game but like, you know what I'm saying I'm not spoiling much but you you'll figure this out even if you play the game like he's insane like as soon as he's like one of them um stereotypical like trust from white kids that's just like fucking insane clearly like doing coke or something <laughs> he's just like yeah and he's like you learn that he he's the main boss at the end of it you know what I mean so you learn that he's slowly he's slowly been like plotting behind your back and you can kind of oh, tell from the wow. beginning he's your only friend for a minute he's like your only friend and he's like 
beating up people with you and shit or, or whatever even though he, he can't really fight that well at first or it seems like he can't but you're doing that right you got this whole plot going on with that but you still gotta pass classes but they make oh, them mini shit. games and shit you gotta pass your classes you gotta try to get certain girls to like you then after that you end up being able to get a skateboard you get a bike you be able to um go like to this beach place where you get a bike bro it's so fucking fun the seasons change and like you do different shit in the winter then you do different shit in the summer and the spring and you get this beach house eventually where you just get to set up and you so you can save your game you have to save your game in your room you can change your clothes and shit you get to save your game in the beach house get a haircut you know what i'm saying fucking with these girls and stuff take them to the fair it's so much shit that went into this game and the whole time you're just fighting or beating these big boss battles where you like have to run around first you just have a slingshot and you're like just you know fighting these nerds and all this but they're smart and you know and it's the dynamics of having to balance everything and just rise to the top and basically at the end pretty much almost everybody likes you and i want to oh my i still want them to fucking make a fucking college edition of this game bro that's not like that'd be cool it was the most fun game i ever had like played like by myself it was so much fun bro like that's all i gotta say like it was just so all the shit that went into it the world building the fucking seasons are changing if you fuck with this one girl this other girl ain't gonna like you people are plotting on you behind your back and it's like this whole big mafia boss thing but you just a kid and you really (laughs) you really just want to be respected you yeah but when you get in there you just mad and shit like I, i related to this nigga Cause I've been to new schools and shit. And I'm like niggas hate me and shit. And I'm just like having to stand up for myself. You feel like you on your own and shit. Even the niggas that you fuck with be behind your back doing shit. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so I was like, man, I fuck with this nigga, bro. And he's just through all of it. He was he. You learn that he's just cool. Like he just wants to be chill. He don't really give a fuck, but he be having to fight like um, like every fucking day. Because <laughs> everybody be trying. Because niggas fuck be up. trying him, and he got to do certain things to earn respect and not. It's it's yeah. Let, I could talk about that game forever, but let's go man. to uh, Ramil. That, that that really sounds like a fun game. Cause like I remember at the time, like I would see other YouTubers play it, and I would click on it sometimes, Bro. and I would just like, dang, that really looks fun. That shit was so. And, fun. and I remember like my white kids were like, I mean, not white kids, your white kids, <laughs> <laughs> my white kids, <laughs> your white, my white kids children. Like, Dad, can you get us the game? <laughs> I'd be like, shut your ass up, <laughs> Hopkins, Hopkins. <laughs> Stickleberry. Yeah, yeah they, they would occasionally talk about the game too and like they would make it sound so fun. That shit was so fucking I just, bro. I never picked it up. I don't bro, know why. That shit, man. Fun, bro. It definitely sounds like we need a Damn, I'm, I'm gonna need to like pick that up then. I might like, do a fucking let's play of that shit one yep. day. Bro, we need to do that bro, we, shit. That shit fun. I, I and it's like, it's like playing a movie, bro. Swear. Like that shit fun, bro. Bro, let's pick that shit up on bro. Amazon. Bro, like, I, shit, I still bro. got my, wait, is it on 360? Oh, I think I got it on my PlayStation. I downloaded it. We could play, we could boot that shit up. Wait, wait, uh, is, it, is it? Wait, wait, wait. What, it's what? on PlayStation Four. It's on PS Four. Mm-hmm. Because I said they re- remastered it or something. What the fuck is going you can on? Download it off the store. Is wait, wait is it free? Uh, nah, but Hell it's not, no, nah, but it's not that expensive. I don't. I think it's, it's only it's like twenty bucks. It might be around there. Because it's just a revamp version. Yeah, but that's fun. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna get that shit. Yeah, bro. Bro. I, mean, that shit I think they got a, they got a scholarship hell. edition. I might get that eventually. But, bro, they, they need to fuck. I was, I'm like, oh, I want them to make a fucking sequel where he's in college. That shit would be, be so fun. Please, Rockstar, if you're listening, some please make Bully Two somehow, bro. That shit was so fun, bro. <laughs> that shit was so fun, and it was a long ass game. Like it wasn't just like, no, okay, you get in here, let's let's dip. The story was long, bro. Yeah, the yeah way. it seemed like a saga. Yeah, it was like chapters, like a book, pretty much. Like reading a fat-ass book. And every chapter, the season changed, and you do some different shit. Yeah. 
delay GTA 6 and make Bully Please, 2. Please, bro. <laughs> GTA fans will be fine, bro. Yeah, they got GTA 5. That shit's not dying Please, down soon. <laughs> Please make Bully. Bro, that shit was so... F- and then they're like cussing and all this shit and being like... Yeah. They're being like real white kids in the game. Like, you do a panty raid and all this shit. Like, that shit was <laughs> fun, bro. That shit was fun. All right. What's your number one? My number one... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all niggas gonna laugh. My number one video. Well, y- y'all know y- y'all. It won't be a surprise to y'all. You know what I'm saying? It might yeah. be a surprise to some of the listeners. My number one video game of all time. I'm gonna have to go with SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was gonna laugh. I knew I was gonna laugh, bro. So if you don't know you from, so I used to be a really, really big wrestling fan. Um, growing up as a kid, and like I never knew that there was like a thing about being a black kid and being a wrestling fan mm. until I got older, but. Anyway, so yeah, growing up and like, so like, like there's no like, like, so the thing about SmackDown versus Raw, the first version of the game doesn't have a year attached to it. It's just SmackDown versus Raw. So when you say that, some people think you're talking about that specific video game or talking about the franchise. I'm talking about the franchise because I got them bitches year after year after year. You feel what I'm saying? So like the very first, and that was like, I got that video game. Actually, you know what? I lied. I got that video game for Christmas that same year. I got Genesis Collection. Genesis? That was all, all that, in that year. That was oh, that shit. Christmas, dog. You feel me? I was in Gary, Indiana, and just Santa Claus was like, you know what? Since you travel, you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm drop a little extra sauce on your shit. So, like, <laughs> since you travel, he did. So, like, the. The very first SmackDown versus Raw, like, I just remember I was really into wrestling and shit like that. So then, like, I just used to like. You know what I'm saying? Just like going on season mode and just being like the wrestler and shit like that. Cause like, man, I don't know. It was just something about that shit, bro. And then like my cousin would come over, my cousin Marcus would come over, and we would just like do the steel cage match. And we we, we wouldn't even fight inside the ring. We just automatically just run outside the <laughs> ring, climb to the top of the cage, and just throw each other off the fucking cage. <laughs> and just that would be the match, bro. We just be like, nah, bro. It's like and then like you get thrown off and your character later for like 10 seconds and then just somehow just repower and get back up and then you just climb back to the top and just push the other motherfucker off you know what I'm saying and then just like man just all the different characters that they had in there like The Rock of course was locked Stone Cold was locked Hulk Hogan was locked so all the legends were locked but then in order to unlock the legends you had to become a legend in the fucking shit So I was like Okay this shit kind of You have to like You know what I'm saying In order to get something You gotta achieve some shit And then like Man like Y'all don't, y'all don't know But like Being like Being a wrestling fan Like wrestling has a very Niche audience mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And like It's like Their stereotype is like Being nerdy And like kind of like Outcast and shit like that Which I don't really feel like I was like Really falling into that, that category I just like Around second and third grade I just remember like It was just a common thing shit, For kids to watch kid. Yeah you know what I'm saying It was just some shit That kids watch And I got kind of Got roped into it So like Playing SmackDown versus Raw. And then, like, so, you know, like, in the animation was terrible looking back on it. You know what I'm saying? It's still <laughs> shitty. And then it's just, like, I will just be in the ring and then, like, just, like, you know, fighting or whatever and things like that. And then, like, when you got, like, how it would work is, like, you would wrestle the match. And then when your bar got all the way full, you would have enough to do your, your signature move and shit. So then, like. I used to like I don't know but the wrestlers I would only play would be like Rey Mysterio of that course my, that was my fucking name Rey Mysterio bro. and then like Rey Mysterio in that game like at that time you feel what I'm saying like he was Mr. 619 like the theme song was who's that jumping out the sky I was like nigga that shit was fire as fuck like that was like a little hip hop song and that shit <laughs> I was like that shit had like a hip hop beat to it so you know what I'm saying again I was a little black kid so like hearing that song I was like oh shit I fuck with this yeah. like you know what I'm saying <laughs> and then like his like his interest was that he would come out the bottom of the floor and the fire was to come out, he would jump, literally jump out the bottom of the floor. So then I was like, okay, this shit fire. So I would play with him. I would play with, of course, John Cena, and I would play with um, 
like Triple H and like a whole bunch of other big names that people know. You know what I'm saying? And I just remember like when you got like it was so serious when like somebody hitting a signature move on you and like in order to kick out you have to press X repeatedly and shit. And I'll be like, man, come on, dog, kick the fuck out. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then like it was just like and then referee be like, one. Two, yeah, three, and I'd be like, "Fuck!" I was pressing X. What the fuck? This shit happened. So then, like, this nigga just literally just lost. Like, he just got his ass beat to the point where I can pressing X can fix that shit. So I was like, "Yo!" And then season mode was interesting because, like, it was like, "Okay, you got a match tonight in Cleveland," and then you're flying out to like Las Vegas for Raw to do some shit. And it was like, "Okay, you actually get like the reality of a wrestler's life to some degree." And then, like, so. For, in like the divas in that show you know what I'm saying the first version highly misogynistic ass shit <laughs> now that I'm looking back on it like you know those little like we you go on those movie, those uh, those free movie websites and you might see those ads with like those like those porn animated fucking women like yeah. those animated video game porn women yeah. that's what the fuck the divas look like back in the day watch the, on watch the game be, watch that be Nemo's favorite game <laughs> <laughs> so then like but yeah, bro, just SmackDown versus Raw, just growing up, like, loving wrestling as a kid and playing that game and shit, like, being able to go through, like, you know what I'm saying, the seasons and the storylines and shit, and being able to, like, create your own superstar, which I really liked. Yeah. Because, like, I would give my nigga, like, fucking tattoos and shit, and, like, like I'm like, bro, he finna be, like, actually real. He finna be a real motherfucker. He ain't finna be no character. He finna just be, like, what I would be if I was a wrestler. You know what I'm saying? So that was, like, that was a cool aspect of it. And then, like... I, I used to have like a little heavyweight championship belt. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to actually have like a belt and shit. So then like actually like going to like, cause in the context of wrestling, main event WrestleMania is like the thing. So then main event WrestleMania in season mode and just having the championship and all that kind of shit. That shit was cool. It made you feel like a real wrestler. So bro, that's my number one video game of all time. You know what I'm saying? SmackDown versus yeah. Raw. That shit was tight. I wasn't a wrestling fan, but them games were fun to be honest. Well, I would just go to my friend's house and play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just you know, it's like for the casual fan, even like yeah. it'd be fun. Demo. All right, so for num for my number one, I had to go with a sports game because I that's literally all I play. I, I mainly play sports games, like okay. way more than anything else. So putting a sports game at number one, it was so fucking hard to choose which one. So I just have to I just have to go with the Almighty one, ESPN NFL 2K5. Hi there, I'm Chris Berman. Here we go on ESPN. Welcome one and all to NFL Kickoff Weekend 2004. Hope everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. I'm Chris Berman. Now we're ready for some football. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to say a different game, but all right, all right. What, 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 what do you thought I was about to say? Bro, I thought you were going to say, you remember them fucking NFL street games? Man, Bro, them that, were so fucking that's fun. Just, okay, that, 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 was, that was on my radar, okay? <laughs> that was yeah. on my radar, but... Well, what, what's the name of the game again? ESPN NFL 2K5. Like, okay, okay, yeah. Th this, this I is, never played that game. I never yeah, played it either. Th that's because this game is like super fucking rare, but I'm trying to tell you. This this is like a lot of football fans think that this is literally the best game ever because it's, it's way better than Madden. M Madden's kind of shit. And what ended up... <laughs> Wait, wait, I'm, I'm, just, I'm telling y'all what ended up happening. I'm going to tell y'all what happened and why this game is like so rare. It's because this is the last NFL 2K ever, like ever, because, oh, yeah. because immediately after that dropped, 
the NFL was like, wait, hold up a second. Because what what 2K had did was they did a little promotional thing where they made the game only $20 and they made it like come out in early, a month early. So Madden's game was still like $50. And it, <laughs> and the NFL was like, hold up. Why, she, hold up. We, we, we losing money. I mean, the, the customers <laughs> love this shit, but like, hold up, we losing money. So they, they gave... They gave EA Sports the right to make only they, all the NFL games from forever. Like so, EA Sports is the only game that can use. I mean, Madden is the only game that can use like the team names, the coaches, the players, the stadiums. So that, that wiped all all that shit out the window. But for Two K Five, it, it literally had everything like good gameplay, like actually realistic shit. Like you would have to like you would have to like time everything perfectly. You know what I'm saying? If you wanted to do a, if if a play had a five a five drop step back, you would actually have to do that five drop step back. You can't just fucking make him go backwards. Like you can in Madden. Like you know, you actually, yeah. You actually have to like time everything. You have to like time rejukes and shit. You can't just be like spamming the sprint button, making him go fast like a hundred percent of the time. No, you actually have to like time your sprints, you know what I'm saying? But they also had Sports Center because it was an ESPN game. Like you could literally watch the highlights from like all the games that week. Like even the games that you didn't even play. So like they would they would just like render like a, a good little clip of like a different game and like oh shit that, that's fine. Like in each week like they man the, the fucking game the, the, the game plans in there like you actually had to like scout the other team like to, to make sure that your team is straight prepare for the next week you know what I'm saying make sure that your guys go to either yoga practice or fucking conditioning to make sure make, make sure that they're ready. yeah and then like I like games like that and then like the contracts like the certain niggas they, they didn't want like a back front low they they i mean you have to like you have to be like really specific with the contracts because certain players had certain interests like some teams some players wanted to play for a winner some teams really i mean some players just cared about the money so you know what I'm saying like yeah true and then like so i can see how you get very involved in that yeah so when i had to like get that game i didn't i didn't end up getting that game when it came out i had to go like five years later because like i was getting tired of madden i guess so like at the time when i get it, it was like 2009 i think at that time like um they weren't really selling it anymore because madden was taking over so like i had to tell my dad to like go all the way out to like a different city for a, a game shop that that had it and it was only like two dollars or something and that shit was shit that shit was you so said two dollars yes My and fucking bargain bins at GameStop used to be the shit bro. yes and then like i would go on i would go online and like download the up-to-date rosters and it would be like completely accurate oh like, wow oh, yeah that's fine. yeah yeah okay. so like, i i didn't have to stay with the 2004 rosters i could just get 2010 2012 2019 if i wanted to shit that's what shit that's, that's what's what's up, okay. fun yeah they, they still they still do that shit but yeah 2k5 man we need to have a a link up with dead end gaming and have a low mid game night where we yeah. play our, our top three games <laughs> you dig what i'm saying like and then like shit even on our own like we can just link up or whatever shit, you know we what like i'm saying our own low mid stuff you dig yeah. like can you have, imagine a little bit video game? Have the fact. <laughs> what the fuck would a little bit video game be? That should be off the fucking chain. I don't even know what, what the it fuck would you have us doing. It would have to have something to do with space. It would have, to, it would have <laughs> As something our to fans do with the know. It would have like a very detailed story mode. Right. The, yeah, yeah, the, the story. The story mode would be like was incredible. We gotta fight some niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it would be like fighting if Boys in the Hood was a video game. That should be tight. <laughs> with a good, with a, just a dope, dope ass weird story. That shit would be lit. You dig? Shit, we gonna make a fucking low mid video game app, bro. Mark my fucking words. <laughs> you dig? Pick your character and shit. That shit would be lit, bro. Bro, that shit would be fun. You know there was a, a Nemo? I think there's a... Oh, no, that's a Shark Tale video game. I'm tripping. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Not that fish you, movie. I know what you're that video game was all chain though. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> the Incredibles video game was cool too. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 All right, yeah. all right, yeah. Okay, yeah. That shit was fun. Okay, there, there's so many honorable missions. Yeah, yeah there like, are. There we, are. We may do a part two, bro, because yeah, we, we, we might go forever okay. about that. So time to get into the main event. Which is well. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We have to recap the list. Oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Fuck yeah. the format, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So my list was shit. Let me pull that bitch up. Number three, Jack and Daxter two. Number two, I had Naruto Ultimate Ninja Heroes on PSP, and then number one, Bully Rockstar. Please make fucking Bully two, please, bro. Please. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My list was number three, Sega Genesis Collection. You know what I'm saying? A hundred games in fucking one. You dig? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Number two, two K seven. I'm black. And <laughs> number one, um, SmackDown versus Raw. Man, loved the wrestling as a kid. Was iconic. Still is. That'd be a fight tagline. 2K, I'm black. <laughs> you playing I'm black? That shit, I'll, bye, dog. All right, <laughs> Nemo. My number three was Tekken 3. Um, my number two was Call of Duty Black Ops. And number one was a ESPN NFL 2K5. Please, 2K, make another football game, please. <laughs> that shit, that shit might the, be hard. That's five. That shit would, it, man. <laughs> Come on, 2K. <laughs> Okay, oh, okay. Shit. And so, yeah. y'all, you know what I'm saying? Definitely let us know which lists or video games that you fucked with in the yeah. comments. Yeah, leave shit. leave your top video game or games and also vote on the list. Yeah. Let us know who you fucking with the most. Okay, you ready? Now's yeah. the main event. Now's the main event. <laughs> okay, now's the main event. The review, the highly anticipated review of Tyler the Creator. T- creator. Tyler creator. The, Tyler the Creator's album, Igor. Igor, came out May 17th. 17th. Yeah. I- I, I messed up on the last episode. I said it was going to come out June 30th. Everybody messed up. He, <laughs> had, everybody, he had a couple people fucked up with that because a lot of but, people thought it was coming out in June. Man. But, but shit, hey. It's we're, here. We're, we're here. And We've listened. The people have listened. Where do we even begin from this? I don't know. <laughs> this, um, oh, you you, wanna, you, wanna, you wait, want to start? I have something we can start on. What do y'all think about the cover? And the uh, I like the simplicity of the it. The title. I don't, like the, I don't like the pink cover, but I like the other <laughs> cover. Oh, there's another. Cover. There's an alternative cover already. Yeah, I haven't I, seen the alternative cover. I downloaded the. Uh, the I think what, it definitely uh, in a in a way it doesn't look. Oh, it's it's the actual character. That's, that's so Tyler. Oh, okay, that's so Tyler. I don't know which cover I like better. Yeah, this I, I like, like the other one better. Yeah, I think they're both cool though. The but, pink one it, it looks better, but like this one is actually the that characters. one looks more like an uh, yeah uh, an album cover. The other one just, just like, looks just more like, like, like some picture. Tyler shit. Yeah, just like some like. <laughs> And it took looks, a selfie. It, the the um text on it is like looks like a screenplay format. Yeah, yeah it is. It's on yeah. Courier. So which is which is interesting because this album follows a story. Yep. Yes. As they as they usually do, except for Flower Boy. But yeah, yeah they all his albums usually follow a story. Flower Boy has a story, mm. but I don't think this is just not as pronounced. Pronounced or obvious. In, in this one. Okay, well, who, where the fuck did we start, bro? Did we just start from the beginning and talk through every check? Or so this is Man. so so so. Okay, and, maybe how we could do it. Okay, so let's just say on the service level, do we all enjoy the album? Yes, yes. Well, not <laughs> <laughs> well. Fuck it. I mean, I did like the album. I like the album. What I'll say, it's my favorite Tyler album so far. But I have Full disclosure. Some, yeah. I have some conflicting things to say about it, which we will get into. But I like the album. I'll say that I, if someone's like, "Did you like it or not?" I like the album. 
happened. What were okay? So I didn't let's, know that let's, he. Let's get to the bad stuff at the end. Okay, okay. okay let's yeah. let's. I didn't know that Tyler had given instructions on how to listen to the album. Fuck. Beforehand. Well, but well, what he said was they were very simple instructions, instructions that we generally follow anyway. He said, yeah. "Don't go into the album with expectations." Oh yeah, it, which is kind of impossible because it's like Tyler, you're a great artist. <laughs> Everything like, that he made before, you know like, what I'm saying? It's like and then to Flower Boy, it's like we don't know what to expect. Really, we didn't know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I still like knew what to expect. Oh, I didn't. I did not. So I kind of had an idea, but not. Nah, he did not. Well, we'll talk. And then it. hearing that, okay, so ASAP Rocky kind of, and then ASAP Rocky kind of like that clip that we saw Hyped where he up. said that um he's got some fire shit. He got some fire shit. He's really challenged himself artistically in like so many ways yeah. on this project. Which, I, which I uh, what are you gonna say? What? Listen, listen, like challenge himself. I to me oh, listening well, to this album, I maybe I can't. It sounds sure. like Tyler. It sounds like him. But, okay, but I can but see it. It, it has pieces. It sounds like time. Tyler, but it sounds like him. Heading, I see him pieces. Yes. Heading towards being fully realized, Tyler into what he sees in his brain as like this is what I want people to hear. Like I feel like this. I feel like this album is like like. It's kind of an amalgamation of some of his other his earlier works it like because a lot of people say I hear cherry bomb in this I definitely do hear some cherry bomb vibes in this yeah. I definitely like hear possible wolf vibes in this especially with oh, new definitely. magic with new magic wand I was like yo that is my shit when that beat first came on I was like yo like and then there's a lot of distortion on this album okay so yeah getting that, that, into the actual like story so it's essentially a love story but it's yeah. not really a love story it's being obsessed over someone then getting over it eventually towards the end and the when i'm listening to the album on the second listen i was like the sounds of this album kind of perfectly encapsulate the emotions you would feel going through some shit like that to where he's saying some kind of like crazy stuff yeah like i got this much time to make you fall in love with me and all this and the production experimentation and the production and lyrics are just the um not like flows are so kind of random at times and explosive that's kind of like i could it sounds like what he's describing feeling so it sounds like that conflicted like oh, i just have all this energy but i don't know how to express it i just fucking want you to love me yeah and the fucking mm -hmm. bridge switch up now i'm sad now i'm happy now this and that right so i thought that theme fit the production well and then there's also this um theme of destruction and like the person that you love, they are destructive for you, but you also just want them. You, they also can help you feel better at the same time, right? Because he's talking an earthquake. He says, um, "What does he say?" Fuck, 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 fuck. You're. Um, he says, "You make my earthquake, but I need you when everything comes crashing down. You're the earthquake. You are making the but shit happen. But I need happen, you to come help me when shit come. comes crashing down. And then that little, um, exactly what you run from, you end up chasing." That feeds was, that was feeds nice back line. into the theme of that person causing destruction, but you feel like you need them to make this shit feel better. So I thought that was um, really interesting. Like a duality in a sense. Yeah, of the theme. It's like this person is causing the pain, but also they're the only one that can alleviate the pain. You feel like that. You know what I mean? At that is, we've all felt like that, I guess, about somebody. Like, yeah. It's know, like you hate them, like, get the fuck out of here. And then you're like, I want them to call me and just apologize. You hate shit, the way you, know you love I mean? them, kind of, sort of. And he's kind of like, it seemed to me like he's kind of was going through, loosely going through the five stages of grief because he ends with acceptance, begins with. Can we kinda, be friends? Yeah, ends with acceptance, kind of begins with the um, denial phase of like, no, but you're, you know, you're my earthquake and all this shit, you know? Mm -hmm. But y'all want to get into like the specific songs or y'all want to talk more themes that well, y'all may have picked let, up. Those are the themes I 
feel like I picked up. More, yeah, jumping more onto the themes part, like I, I really like this character that he's created for this album mm. because, like, you can tell that for this album, it's really just for this character. It's the it's the character's music, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, and the character Igor, he, uh, he is it's basically him, but in a more metaphorical way. It's kind of just like this this angry like negative person all the time he's like finally found falling in love unexpectedly and it it, it 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 turns it it makes a twist in the character's development and he's like fuck how do i do this like you're so fucking perfect and like starts getting paranoid like fuck i hope i don't fucking lose you please right. don't leave yeah and, starts spazzing out yeah yeah so and then like then like he's like fuck well my love's gone now and yeah then, and then, then he's he's hating and then he starts to accept it yeah but with see it's interesting because me and ramil really uh, i feel like i'm kind of stupid for not noticing it because i had been assigning igor with the hunchback of notre dame for some reason i got them mixed up <laughs> but he that's you know that's obviously dr frankenstein's assistant and on the cover he looks like frankenstein like quite obviously on the cover, he looks like he's Frankenstein. So yeah, I was it's, like, it's kind of the same, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of same, like you know, deformed character. Yeah. But I was like, is this Igor's perspective, or is this an album for Igor? Because it almost kind of sounds like if Doctor Frankenstein didn't appreciate Igor and he left, and he's like, "Fuck!" Like, can you come <laughs> back? Because Igor was stupid, kind of. Yeah. You know? So he was fucking shit up, but he still needed him. So that kind of, I don't know. But yeah, it was it was definitely. Uh, in that sense of the title, I like it um, more for yeah. you. Know. And I really like how he completely immersed himself in the character. Like, yeah, you, you can see it in in the music videos too. Like, like he's just his character. Like, I like I like in the, in the one music video where the woman asks him a question, he's just like, yes. He doesn't even answer the question. He's just like, yes. Yeah, that sounds cool. And then he starts just dancing while all weird and fine. Like, oh, like, oh, like, and then the costume. You talking ooh. about the video with Tracy Ellis Ross? Yeah. You talking about that? I watched that. Did you see that? No. What was it? What was it? That's the earthquake video. Earthquake video. I watched I it like yesterday. I don't think Check I that out. Cause he, he just dropped it. Yeah, like, I, mean, I didn't that's see That's him. It. Like, I saw he released the clips of him in the blonde wig and stuff like that. That's that video. He had a couple clips. Yeah, it, it, that. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's different. But the fun, my favorite one is the one where he's just on, um, on in the like desert singing by himself, like with people dancing in front of him. And then it cuts to him just fucking running away yeah. in the desert <laughs> he, the, with the funniest run I've ever seen. That shit was so funny <laughs> with the with the beat and all the memes from that. <laughs> like That shit was funny. So y'all want to, okay, so it's 12 tracks, right? 12, 12 tracks. tracks, which is not bad. Um, That's about the limit good, nowadays. <laughs> y'all want to run, through, run through the songs and yeah, say, say what we think about them? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so Igor's theme. So it starts off very like ominous. Like for people that haven't heard, the snippets are like, oh, fuck, what's about to happen? Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, he puts you into this trance is like yeah come into my world please this, this is <laughs> yes that's a good way to this, put it this is, this is igor's world right. so please come into igor's world real quick and I, I i'm gonna be straight up i at first i did not notice uzi on this track but me neither uzi's on this track bro i'm, I'm telling you bro you didn't <laughs> so so uzi he's the one like he he's singing a little bit in the background and he also is the sample he goes wait how does he... he's the one at the beginning nah wait how the fuck what's he saying oh he's the one saying one Oh, that's him? Yeah. I and thought that was just some generic ass nigga. I forgot, but he, yeah, okay, cool. he says something else, but like, it was he's the repeating sample and he's oh. doing a little bit of background vocals. Okay, so I won't lie. So this, he 
Igor's theme. So when it started, the beat was very weird, mm-hmm. but I like that. I was like, it's okay. It sounds like a vibrator. What are we getting into? Now, see this? <laughs> what? <laughs> It did. So this is the thing where I'm talking about, about voices, man. So because Tyler, I I don't know, he, he, he appreciates certain, um, sounds, I guess for like, for you guys, you're like, the voice doesn't really matter to me that much. As long as the melody and the whatever is fine. Right. So the voice at the beginning, he's singing a very pleasant melody, but I didn't like how it sounded really. Yeah. He's still kind of working on the, on the voice. His tone of voice is deep. So yeah. he has to so when he, when he wants to that. sing, he sings in a weirder voice. Sometimes it works pleasantly or, yeah. or in a, um, I don't want to say novelty, but in a, a sort of interesting way. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just like, mm, this doesn't sound, this, I don't know, it just sounds a little off. Okay. Yeah. And I listened to it in the car and it sounded, um, sounded a little off. But, but see, that's another thing with him, with the mixing of this album, we were talking about, he did it in a very distinctive way to make it sound like that. And I, I kind of... I liked how it sounded with the mixing because I feel like him and Earl, they're really making a way for opening people's ears up to that more underground sound where everything doesn't have to be as super polished and everything. Yeah. They're mixing it intently to where it's like, we can just make some groovy melodies, even though that's, they sound a little bit weird in our own way, you know? So I had said the chorus though, the chorus after the first guy singing was extremely pleasant. And then when the beat switched up and it just started getting like, I was hooked. So that was a constant theme for me throughout this album. (laughs) I would hear a part that I don't like and I'd be like, and then where, if I was normally just listening to it, where I would have skipped, boom, something else happens where the chorus just gets so pleasant or the, or the fucking um, bridge switches up and the whole fucking everything starts crashing down. I'm like, whoa. So it's like some of the most pleasant sounds I've ever heard in a yeah. song. Yeah. Mixed in with a little bit of more questionable ones that I'm like, uh. but it, but when packaged together, it kind of makes it worth it. You know, it's kind of like, right, like going up the roller coaster before the drop. It's like, well, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And then, whoa, what the fuck? So that was kind of the themes I was talking about where it's like, it conflicted me because like, uh, I don't really like the, this part or the opening. But then if it gets me to weird, this part, I'll or, fuck with yeah, it. Yeah, like, or this voice sounds weird, but then you get to that middle or the end and it's just like, boom, it's fucking, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's getting into Igor's theme. That's how I felt. I left the song, I entered the song like, eh, but I left the song like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. And then you oh, got yeah, yeah, Earthquake. After the song, I'm like, oh shit, what's about to happen next? Right. <laughs> then then like, okay, that's, so that's a good that's a good point that y'all both made on Eager's theme. I like what you said. Like the beginning of Eager's theme is kind of like it's like you feel an introduction coming. It's kind of like if I could visualize it, it's kind of like it's a black screen, then a white yeah. thing pops up and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger as the song goes on. And then of course when the beat comes in, it's just like, okay, like oh, this shit is fine. And then also too. Like I like how he went from that sound to transitioning into earthquake, because then it's like earthquake yeah. has like this like this more, lightly kind of heavenly kind of beat, and yeah. after ten seconds I was like, okay, I fuck with this shit. Like this, my, you know what I'm saying? Like I fuck with this shit. I think, yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite. It was songs. just like for real, for real. I'm like, oh shit, okay, yeah, I fuck with this shit. That shit, that see that shit, he sounded weird, but the melody is too pleasant for me to not like it. I'm like, I'm singing that exactly. shit. Exactly. And, like, and you cool. know what the thing I noticed, and I was talking to my cousin about this just last night. We were talking about the album, and I was like, you notice, like he took the same approach rapping wise that he did on Flower Boy, where he's doing very minimal rapping mm-hmm. on the whole album. What he's doing is he using his raps in the beginning or using his raps as a bridge between the singing and the melodies and the instrumentals yeah, of the song, which I like. Oh, like I kind of like that for a lot of the tracks because I feel like he's one thing I hate so much 
is when you're like listening to a song and it has this beautiful chorus and then it goes to the raps and the shit don't mesh well. And it's like, ugh, go back to the chorus. But like he was able to use the production and kind of bridge that gap with his rapping to the point where it just, it, you don't notice the change that much. It just sounds like it's all part of the song and it sounds like yeah. it fits. So I did, I liked that. And Playboy Cardi killed that feature on fucking Earthquake. Yeah, that shit was fine. I mean, Cardi, Cardi is the best at what he does. He can only do what he does. You know what I'm saying? Like he's good at what he do. And then uh, we got I Think. That shit was so fucking hard. Heavy Kanye vibes. Am I alone in that? Sounded like a Kanye song at you're, first. You're, yeah. not, you're not alone. You're not alone. But I disagree. Oh, okay. Well, I got, I got <laughs> He says you're not alone, but I'm not with Other you. Other people agree with me. <laughs> so I, I really like that song. I think that was the first song that I like physically clicked the like button on, I think. Oh, no. Earthquake. You listened to it on Earth, YouTube? Earthquake was. Uh, I listened to it on YouTube, then I listened to it on SoundCloud. Okay. But it sounded like, I really like, it sounded like Ralph Tresvant in the front, in the beginning with that little feature. Well, I don't know what the fuck he was saying, but it yeah. sounded like a, an, it was like, this full, is what I wrote. Full, it sounded like an early full. 80s pop song. Yeah. So where it was it, like, it is if, kind of, it is if we never from. stopped that sound and just progressed it, that's what all the set music would sound like. If it was like hip hop fused with that. And I yeah. liked it a lot. Just yeah, for that, it, that, I, that, I got those because you know Tyler's a synth hoe. You could hear from the Goblin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like the synths you, are always heavy with this man. Yeah, on Goblin, he tried to like create a sense to be beautiful, but it just it just didn't work that well. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? He just yeah, it worked he, nicely. Yeah, he just you didn't just, notice him. Just practice every day. You know what I'm saying? He's getting there. You know. Yeah, what I'm saying? but I know it wasn't Ralph Tresvant, but that helped to allude to the like '80s. It sounded like a little, some new edition rap shit or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was dope. And plus, this album, as far as the reduction, he's got a lot of funk and soul into it. Just layers. There's so many layers. You could tell that. Like, uh, that's 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 the thing I love about Tyler albums is that. Like he just put so much time and thought into like just crafting the way it's supposed to sound. Then uh, we got exactly what you run from. End up chasing just a fourteen second track. Yeah, the little interlude. That that's, was the yeah. his friend, I think. You know, it's that's nothing really to do. Yeah, I just discuss. don't really like Gerard Carmichael that much because I, I don't think his show was that good. He has that kind of like that dry humor, like yeah. they like that kind of like quirky humor. Yeah, and it I, kind so like it made I was being high. biased like. But the one I listen to, what he's actually saying in the theme of the album, it, it, it's cool. It's cool. I just, I don't know. Did you think he was funny in that? Oh, never mind. Never mind. You haven't seen it. Don't. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Oh, day. oh. Yeah, we'll talk about that another Well, time. it was in the trailer. He oh, was, was it? Was it? In Did you see the mid-90s trailer? I liked his role in mid-90s because the kids were, you know, they were just being <laughs> assholes and telling them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, that was uh, actually kind of funny. But yeah, I liked him in that role. But mm-hmm. I, I know I'm nothing against him. I just don't think he's that funny. All, so it, so yeah. when I hear him, I kind of get that a little bit of an annoyed vibe. A but little. did you know that he but, did an know. interview with Tyler that went viral? Yeah. So we, that's why he's probably on the album. We watched it. I watched it in emails. Yeah. And, you know, it's I, it's some elements of his show that are kind of good. But he kind of just, I don't know. I, I won't get into too much of him, but <laughs> whatever. So then Running, running out, out of time, time Running out of time, time run, Yeah that's that shit And so It feeds back yeah. into that Him chasing someone That he shouldn't want Bro my favorite part of that song Is when like He has that weird ass voice And then he, like he's snapping oh. In the background And then it's just like Go Boom That shit mm. bro that, man. The, the bridge to where that shit Switched up I was like God damn man Like that shit was so beautiful He's just like <laughs> He's he's literally in all the little um, sh- nuggets he's dropping to put you in the atmosphere. I'm waiting in the water, running out of time. It sounds like he's like stalking this person. Like fuck, yeah. like I need to get them to love me. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it just fed, and then he just 
loses it at the end and the whole production just gets crazy as exactly fuck. and like bro i don't know that was one of the more layered songs i've heard in a minute like yeah. most of the albums are always nicely layered with different elements of production but like running out of time literally like the the production encapsulated what the title meant Pretty much. Because yeah. at the end, it got all frantic because you're running out of time. You've ran out of time by the end of the song. That's what I kind of felt like. Yeah. Then we got New Magic Wand. One of my personal fucking, yeah, like my top three favorite really? on one the, the album. Ones. That's one I, of the five. You didn't I, like was, it like that? That was one of the more just average ones to me. It wasn't bad, but I was just that beat, that running beat, that kind of like that. But I did like it. Boom. Did it like that kind of like progressive kind of beat? That shit would fight me, But I did like it only because I think that's the song he used where he was running away in that video. <laughs> so, so I just every time I heard the switch up, I just imagined him running like, like in that wig and shit, and I was just like, man, this shit's hilarious. Man, like, so I, then I, I fuck with New Magic Wine a lot. A yeah. boy has a gun is probably my favorite. That's my song. favorite song. That's my favorite. That's oh, probably shit, my, that's my personal favorite that's, song. That's my least favorite. Wow, really? Yeah, even though it sounds like don't like, shoot. Bro, honestly, then, bro, I, I, I just like, don't, I just don't like the beat, bro. It, it sounds too. That sounds so great. I, I know it sounds, it, it sounds fine, but it, it just it's gets a little, bit, it gets a little bit too depressing for me. Like, uh, oh, I, I liked it though in the context of like, I don't know, I liked it because it, it, like he's talking more personally about like maybe if he met up with them again in the mi- met up with them in the middle of like the breakup and he's like why is your he's like why is your ex here see if you'll be <laughs> yeah. around, see if you'll be around him same time next year then he says you got me fucked up and you just hear the gunshots in the background that shit was just <laughs> hilarious imagery he's like he, like you know he's just going through the shit in his head he's yeah like, what that's the fuck? that's one of the more lyrical what, songs what about too. the theory of like him saying a boy is a gun is like seeing you with somebody else kills me I like that too. Like, that works. Honestly, that works. I, I like the songwriting of this song way more than the production. Then, bro, another one of my personal favorite songs, Puppet, bro. I like yeah, Puppet. I like Puppet a lot too, bro. The hook I, was I, so nice, bro. Honestly, yeah. bro, at first, I didn't really fuck with it at first, but as soon as the hook came on, I'm just like, oh my God, this is this is the most like and sensitive Tyler ever. And, and it's just like so... Uh, it put me in the mindset that like the world building with this album was very nice because it put me in that mindset of like those early ass cartoons where you know it would just be like this dope ass animation and things would just start singing these really like soulful sounding songs. Yeah. And they're like, I'm thinking of like, I think there's something where like there was this puppet in this black and white cartoon just singing about something, about being sad as fuck. And that put me in that mindset when I was listening to this song. I was like, wow. So then we got uh, What's Good. I thought it was in here. Yeah, it was, it was like, pretty, right. second it was half, pretty good. Second half is really dope. When yeah, second, second, half, yeah, was second really, half was good. When she starts up with the Dracula shit, I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, the, that, that, that was a good little song for the, the character of Igor, I guess. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Eagle? It was more so like, <laughs> yeah. for me, it was just more so like, okay, like that's like, that's like, a placeholder yeah well, you know, well, kind of sort of for me for me for me at least in my opinion then we got gone gone, gone, gone slash thank you i like that that's song. my favorite one to be honest i like really? that song at the beginning of the song like it reminded me of like like you know uh the adventure time like kind of sound with the songs to uh, where they'll yeah. be singing and it sounds a little the voice sounds a little bad but it's so mm-hmm. addicting and innocent and pure to what they're yeah. saying because like he, he really just came on with a white kid flow on this junk right that yeah, yeah. So fly. I was like the white people are gonna love this song yeah like straight up and this fucking whole album straight up yeah but yeah I thought, I remember I, yeah yeah that was that that shit sounded like um fucking adventure time or something 
And then but, like the, the fucking drop on that one is too. Oh man, yeah, that but is to crazy. be honest, for me that would probably be a song that I may skip. Not that it's bad, but yeah, it's, it's just not one of my favorites. But I do like yeah. it, generally speaking. Then we got uh, I don't love you. Anymore. I don't love you anymore. Yeah, that's that's when the album starts to take like a turn of depression for yeah. me. <laughs> it's kind of like this is the conclusion of the whole shit. This this is the beginning of the end yeah. of like yeah. it coming full circle about how he feels, like. I, I like I like the juxtaposition between I don't love you anymore and are we still friends? Yeah, because it's like I don't fucking give a fuck about you anymore. But then part of you is still like I, I still have a little bit of care for you. <laughs> He's so like, can, well, we, be can we be friends after I freaked the fuck out of all this shit? I still kind of <laughs> want you in my life. You know what I'm saying? And so like, but sonically though, um, I think that song. You know what I'm saying? All, none of these songs on the album are bad. No, of course not. No, no, they the, don't. None of them. The sound worst bad. it gets is just like this is skippable. But none of them yeah, are like yeah. No part that I felt like that was too stretched out to where I'm like, Ugh. like it was just kind of like, okay, this is not one of the better ones in my opinion, or one of the ones I personally like the best. But it did it, not. No, I don't can't really say any song was like that. That shit was whack. Yeah, you know what I'm that saying. That shit was whack. Um, yeah, the hook was very charming. The beat was really nice on that song. And then it, I wrote that it sounds like everything. Like if you've ever had a breakup and you're walking home. And you're just like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. I don't love you anymore. All that, the the song sounded like everything you're thinking, all the places your mind go to as, as you're trying walking, to convince yourself that you don't. As you're walking home from that breakup, you're just like, fuck it, bro. Like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Trying to get yourself to get over it. Yeah. And then the last song was, Are We, Are still, we still Friends? <laughs> this, like, I just wonder, like, I wonder what girl or what person has put, you know what I'm saying, has brought this out of Tyler. Like, uh, probably a, a dude. I said a person. You said what girl or person? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or, what, you know what I'm saying? Whoever he's in love with or whatever. I wonder what situation happened to make him feel all these things because, and Flower Boy, he was in, he was, that was the most emotional we had seen him up to that point. And it's continued this trend into this album. So, and that was two years ago. So it's like, and you know he's not super public about his love life, like as far yeah, as I yeah, know, he's like not public at all. Yeah. So it's like the music seems to be as personal as the he gets music about is it. his therapy. The music is his, like I guess his expression um, of how he's yeah. feeling. Yeah. yeah. So, like, man, listen, this album, it was a good album, but un, un, like you know, what I'm saying obviously I had expectations for it. Um, Shit, I can't say like he met my expectations as far as it being a good overall album. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know, and I've only listened to it twice, so it needs time to simmer mm -hmm. for me yeah. for before I know. But right now, I still would say I prefer Flower Boy over this one. Whoa, Not me. like Not I me. said, this is my favorite one, just yeah. simply because of the experimentation and production side of it. Like, I feel that be, not just that, but it follows that consistent theme of fuck. I'm freaking out. Oh, how the fuck am I going to deal with this? All right, I don't like you no more. Can we just be friends? It's it's just a clean cut story. There's a lot of there's some elements, probably a decent amount of elements that I do not like sonically, but he he tells it in such a way and puts you in such a uh, an atmosphere while listening. I won't lie. This, the last half of the album started to drag for me on my first listen. I was kind of like, okay, can we, you know, I was, like, let's, I'm trying to see where he's going with this, but he kept pulling me back in with those fucking crazy bridges and yeah. samples. And I'm like, God damn, bro. Like the production on this shit was very dope. detailed. So, um, yeah, bro, I, it exceeded my expectations on just in terms of a pure, it seems like he's letting himself experiment to that full extent that he wants to and just yeah. be like fuck it bro like just here's what I'm thinking you know and uh, I, I really liked it personally 
Yeah. So oh, what? Last thing I'll say. I told y'all like, bro, we just need to get high as shit and listen to this fucking album with them fucking crazy ass samples and hey, bridges and shit. That's, we will. The only, that's the only way, bro. Yeah. Like, and then like for me, the best stretch of the album was songs five, six, seven, and eight. So like okay. for me, like Nemo. that was like my favorite. You know. I mean, not you know, what I'm saying my favorite like collection of songs. Just hearing them back to back to back. Just and then like I listened to the album. Like I was watching some shit, and then like it was twelve. It was twelve oh three, and then Nemo sent something in the chat about, it and I was like, oh shit, I need to I need to listen to the fucking album. So then listening to the album, and then hearing those back and forth. I mean back. Um, I mean like back to back. Yeah, back to back. Fuck, I can't fucking think. He listened to those songs back to back. Really helped put the album up um for me personally so yeah i think it was a really good album okay Nemo, for me the, your closing the, thoughts the beautiful thing about this album is is the fact that like his sound is all coming together like very slowly if you go back and fucking like make a playlist of like all his most significant songs from like his recent albums then you can just see that he's slowly building the sound and I, I predict that the next album will be a jazz album but mm. like for, for, for the for the for the Tyler fans that like know what he's going after you can tell like he's just getting closer and closer to what he's really trying to get to and another thing his all his albums seem to be like just separate things even though like the first three may tell a, a whole story but like they're all just like their own little thing you know what I'm saying so that's another cool thing about Tyler another closing thought I, I wish Kanye rapped on the second half of Puppet because like <laughs> oh, wow. that that sh man that beat switch was too Kanye for for him not to spit on that. I feel you, um, and then, like, I'll, I'll take it as it is though. I I ain't mean to cut you off, but then like, real quick, I I wondered why he distorted so many people's vocals, like the per people's vocals on it, because Kanye's verse I could. I could barely hear it really that well. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I don't know. A lot Kanye, of he wasn't saying anything, to be honest. So it was just part of the atmosphere. Shit, I couldn't hear. Yeah, I think it's just, <laughs> I feel like he was mostly going for just atmosphere with this one. Yeah, yeah. just flowing on the Which vibes, I not like, really trying. Yeah. But, but shit, it worked. So, kind of, sort of. Uh, out of 10. Maybe final favorite tracks you want to mention? Week, sure. Week eight, uh, my favorite tracks. Hold up, hold up, hold up. A favorite tracks, favorite tracks. What are you going to give it? I'll give it a seven out of 10. I actually was going to give it an eight as well. Yeah, week eight. My favorite tracks are Earthquake. Uh, fuck, it's hard to pick the favorites. Uh, okay, Earthquake, Gone, New Magic One, and I think I'm gonna go for Earthquake. A boy is a gun. Puppet. Mm, yeah, it's. I have six. I put. I think. Running out of time. I don't love you anymore. Yeah, those are mine. But the top three are Puppet, A Boy is a Gun, and Earthquake. Favorites are Earthquake, Running Out of Time, New Magic Wand, A Boy is a Gun, Puppet, and Gone Gone. Thank you. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys All right, for listening. Thank y'all for listening. Um, follow. I'm, I'm Huey Revolution. You can follow me everywhere at Huey Revolution. H-U-E-Y-R-E-V-O-L-U-T-I-O-N. Hit me up on the gram. Did you have to look up just to make sure if you were spelling no, that shit right? I didn't right? look it up, oh, but I'm not, not very good at spelling. <laughs> so I had to make I had to fucking make sure I'm getting it right. Um, but yeah, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, and don't forget to check out the Low Mid channel. Got some new content coming there soon, guys. And also follow the at Low Mid Productions page on IG. Yep. Um, if you haven't already, um, you can follow. This is Ramil speaking. You can follow me on Instagram at King Ramil King R A H M I L. Appreciate you. 
Thank you guys for listening. This is Nemo speaking. Y'all can uh y'all can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Nemo the Zeus, N-E-M-O-T-H-E-Z-E-U-S. We out, bitch.